What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. All right. All right, people. Welcome to another episode of Hip Hop Beats and Things. I am your host, K Hill, and my partner is Finster of the legendary hip hop group, Finster Bundy. Welcome to Hip Hop Beats and Things. So check it out. Y'all know I always got to get a crazy intro and whatnot before I, you know, tell y'all about my artists and whatnot. I'm going to say this right here, man. Um, you know, in my book, you know, this is this is one of my younger, my younger associate friends, peers and whatnot. And I think it's always important to keep, you know, younger people around you, younger innovators, people that constantly keep their wheels spinning, people that always push the envelope to the next level and whatnot and i guess today is definitely definitely an artist that does all of the above um fortunately we was lucky enough our timing is impeccable because we was lucky enough to catch him right went right on the heels of a new release so hip-hop beats and things world culture everybody that's watching i want to give a crazy shout out to our guest today mc pat jr Welcome to Hip Hop Beats and Things, hey, my brother. Man, I appreciate you, man. Thank I you. appreciate you taking the time out, man, because um, you've been on a crazy press run as of late. Yeah. You've been on a lot of heavy promo yeah. for your release, your, your mixtape release, yeah. Grill Talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yo, bro, dope album. <laughs> I you know what I'm saying? That, and hopefully, man. and hopefully, by the time this episode drop, you know, people are already familiar. Mm-hmm. With the project already yeah, familiar yeah. with their favorite tracks, yeah. I want to give you some of my favorite tracks right now, but okay. it's still too early. But there is no, one. No, no, tell me, tell me. Tell I can me, describe them. Okay. I can describe them, but I can't really give you the uh, track listing. Okay, okay. Of course, you know one of my favorite ones. It has this ill um, string sample. Okay. But there's no B. That's the uh, Fortune Field joint. Okay. That I did with 3 a.m. That one. Okay. Is fi- I mean the whole joint is fire. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That one's fire. And um, is it gold? Gr- is it gold grill? Oh, oh, oh you talking about uh, goals gold? Go, goals, goals, gold, goals, goals, gold. Gold, gold. Yeah. So like goals, as in you know, what I'm saying aspirations, yeah. dreams, and whatnot, comma gold. Yes. Sir. Yo, man, I can go ahead and tell you right now, that's one of my favorite joints. Man, thank like you. I love it, man. Thank you. Look, man, um, normally I'll, I'll start off with, when we had these conversations, I start off with your origin and your history and stuff, but I just wanted to talk about the, the tape for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to get straight to the music right now, yeah. and then we're just going to go oh, back and good. forth and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. I think what uh, uh, your music, yeah, yeah. Your, your style and whatnot, yeah. you know, 
you know I'm an older head, man. I'm an older god. That's my definition. Of, that's my definition of OG. So when you call everybody else OG, you know it means whatever. But when you call K Hill OG, that's older god right there. I'm an older god and whatnot. So you know I'm one of them cats that I still want to hear the dust in the back. I want to hear the grit and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? I love my 808s, but I come from the era where where the 808s wasn't like at the forefront. Yeah. And one thing about your production, man. Oh my God, I'm gonna talk about your production first, okay. and then we're gonna get back to your your whole style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But your production, man, it's like whatever producer you choose to work with, or whatever you know soundscape you you choose to come up with. There's right. an 808 involved. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like at least 85 percent of the time. Uh-huh. And what I love about you guys, man, is it's not just an 808. Uh-huh. You guys actually like. Key it out, key them out, and structure them out, and whatnot. Like, you play, you you guys play 808s and subs like regular pianos and stuff like that. And especially on the Gold's Gold, I'm like, yo, man, they really, bro, they really taking it to the next level. It's like you guys have replaced the guitar with the subs in the 808s. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're not too crazy with your hi hats, you right. know. Me and me and B Kid, you know, that's your engineer Brian Kid. Yeah. We yeah. always make a joke about you know trap hats and whatnot, yeah. man. And <laughs> yeah, it's just not it's not generic yeah. with your production style yeah. with whoever you link yourself up Absolutely. with, man. Absolutely. And it's uh, it, it's really an attraction, yeah, you know. what I'm saying to whatever production you use to back you up. That's 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 why I love your music. I appreciate that, man. But um. One of my favorite joints of yours, favorite joints, man. Um, gosh, I cannot think of the title, but you got a video for it where you on a boat. Oh, you talking about like the way, like the way, yo, dude. Let me tell you how how crazy oh, I am man. about this track, bro. Oh, and I'm sorry, uh, Siege Monstrosity, he produced that one. Listen, dude. Yeah, I'm Shout sorry for not being able to know the titles no, right off, good. man. It's but just know good. I know I appreciate oh, I and know. love the music. Uh-huh. But I love that jam so much Thank you, man. that wherever I spin at. You know oh, what I'm saying? Man, you playing it's that in my, Look, dude, if you look on, if you look on, on title, if you look on title, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because what I do, you know, and I'm giving away a jewel right now, <laughs> you know, a jewel that, you know, a lot of DJs probably already know, but I do it from a community standpoint. Yeah. For one thing, when I spin at events, I, I play a lot of um, NC hip hop. Yeah. If it's dope. Right. And if it fits the vibe. Right. And um, I DJ with title. Okay. Because what happens is while I'm DJing, you're getting paid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I say that to say this, you know, if you, whenever you get ready to, you know, look into your accounts and whatnot for the month, if you see a lot of spins on title for, you know what I'm saying, that joint. Like the waves. That's K Hill, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I appreciate it, man. No, nah, it's a dope jam overall, though, man. Um, it's real vibey. Yeah. If that's a phrase, Absolutely. you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And a lot of your music is 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 vibey. Mm-hmm. But on Grill Talk, you oh, kind of, yeah. you know. On grill talk, you kind of rip your chest out. You yeah, know what I'm saying? You, you rip your shirt off and poke yeah. your chest out and whatnot, yeah. man. Like you really got your um, you got your shit off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that that's what the theme of this 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 uh mixtape was about. Absolutely. Am I am I going down Absolutely. the right track? Yeah, man. I like for this one. I've, I in the past I've had songs here and there that were very uh aggressive, confident, like gritty feeling. That's why we sitting here, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you got here, you know what I'm saying? I think and I've I've done it here and there. Um but like the I would say like 
for me, I was explaining it to somebody um, that comes so easy for me. Right. Um, you talking I, about that, 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 that style of rhyming? That, feel, well, that subject that, matter? Yeah, just that. No, just, not the subject matter, but just the feel of, like, I was I was talking with my homie uh, Dizo. He's one of the executive producers for the mixtape. Okay. And he's one. He's the one that kind of verbally, the first one that verbally said it out loud, because I was thinking it. But he said out loud, he was like, yo, you should do a Grill Talk mixtape. Right. And so before that, we were having a conversation and I was just like, you know, we, we were talking about because he did some work on uh on GoFangs on Sunday. Okay. And he that was, was your last project. Yeah. yeah. And he was saying that one of his favorite tracks was Godly. And the reason being, he was like, I really love like confident, witty, aggressive. And he was like, you wasn't too aggressive on Godly. He was like, there was a little bit there, but just that whole feel, that confident feel. That's my favorite Pat Jr. He was right. like, I love all the other Pat Juniors because like, because you're very versatile. Right, very. And I said, I appreciate that. But he was like, that's my favorite Pat Jr. And so my only, <clears throat> I guess, I won't say my issue, but for me, I like a challenge. Right. Right? Like, this is why, like, I love playing difficult video games at times. Like, I've always been like this. Like, my mom... I remember she was telling me when I was like in first, second, and third grade. It took my third grade teacher shout out to Miss uh, to Miss Bryant, but I remember in second grade she would tell me that I would get in trouble a lot in school because I would finish my work real fast mm-hmm. and be goofing off, but like all of my work would be right. Right, I was acing everything, and so they tried to put me in like a behavior problem class. My second grade teacher did. So let me get this right. I'm sorry. And I definitely don't want to segue into anything else. But but this one is for all the parents that they're trying to put, you know, the parents where the school system don't know how to gauge a kid. black parents. Right, okay. I didn't, you know. Okay, okay. Let's go there. This is for the black parents. Yes, who are getting contacted by the schools yeah. because the schools don't know how to gauge their their child's, you know. Or they just trying to make us behavior problem kids. Just put just slap a label on it instead of, you know, trying to figure out what What's makes what makes that child tick What's and whatnot. But keep going, my brother. Yeah, and so like I like my mom would tell me how I she she would tell me how like you would finish your work so fast and like, be disturbing everybody else. Because I was bored. Mm-hmm. But it took my third grade teacher, Miss Bryant, like, she, a black teacher. Right, right. She was like, he needs to be in an AIG. He needs to be in an AIG class. Like, academically, and tells you gifted. That's what they called it. I was like, in an AIG. I was in um, you AIG. You feel me? Yeah, I was. And so, yeah. she was like, he needs to be in that. Like, he needs a challenge. And so, that's how I've always been. Like, I remember telling my wife about this as we got older, like I, in, in high school for a bit of high school, I coasted. Cause I used to get on, I used to get on AB honor all the time. Mm-hmm. Man. Mm-hmm. But like when I figured out that I could just do a little bit just to get by. Right. Right. Like, right. Bro, when I got in college, right. My, my sophomore, my freshman and sophomore year, I went like crazy. I think the second semester of my sophomore year to tell in, and then my junior year, I was like, man, whatever. <laughs> And then 
I realized, oh, I could finish. I could graduate with honors. Right. Let me let me kick it off a notch. Did you graduate with honors? Yeah, I did. So for me, <laughs> it's like for me, I like a challenge. And so I say all that to say, like, the aggressive, witty, confident Pat Jr., I would say the confidence really came back recently. We could talk about that. You know, in the interview, but when you like, say recently, you talking about now at this stage in your life, yeah, okay. But I would say the, just just the aggressive, witty, rapping Pat Junior. Mm-hmm. I could do that. It's easy, okay, right? And so that's why I really started challenging myself to songwrite more, and, okay, and kind of structure my versatility mm-hmm. and talk about these different topics in my life. But it just so happens that people, a lot of people, I did a poll on Twitter. And it was pretty balanced out, but like the aggressive, confident, witty Pat Jr. won by like ten percent. It, but so like I, I did that poll just to just to see what people would say, <clears throat> and so he was like, "That's the Pat Jr. that I I enjoy listening to." And so he was like, "I love it, all the other Pat Jr. Right. but that's the one that gets me hype." And so like I, I went into that mode. For this project and on the mixtape there are some like it is there's some, lay, there's some introspective yeah, there's it some, is there's treasure chest at the end that's very heartfelt and, and right. introspective mm-hmm. but for the most of this like project in that moment where i was writing this project i was just like i don't give a fuck what people want right I don't give a fuck what my fans want. Mm-hmm. I don't care about none of that I'm going to do me. I'm going to do how I feel That's right. right now. And if you just happen to jump on board, well, then guess what? We both happy. <laughs> right. Yo. <laughs> right. So, look, I want to um, I want to kind of uh, scale back for a minute. Okay. I want to go back to uh, college. Okay. What did you? What was your major, if you don't mind me asking? English. English. And literature and a minor in writing. Wow. I wanted to teach. Right, right, right. I wanted to teach. and you, But you, you, you ended up doing that anyway. Wow, you just did, you just didn't do it in a you know <laughs> you didn't do it tra- you didn't do it traditionally. Yeah, you did it on your own you know terms and I whatnot. Never thought about so you that still way. did that, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's fire. And the fact that you um the fact that your major was English, yeah, that means that diction, articulation, and and pronunciation is very important to you. That was something, big. and it comes out it comes out in your music mm. without sounding sounding like nerdcore. Mm. And I love nerdcore. That's not a shot at any yeah, nerdcore yeah, artist, yeah, you know. Sure. I rocks with it, but you know, you're not to the point where, you know, and, and it's gonna add to the poll that you said that you took too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could do any kind of form of hip hop that you want to do, but you cannot. And I'm gonna say this to the camera. Okay. I don't care what type of artist you are. Okay. You cannot take the street element out of hip hop. Mm. You can't take the um the 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 rebellion aspect yeah, out of it because yeah. hip hop was built off of rebel rebel situations. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Frustration and you know that's right. that's that's what it was built off yeah. of. You know yeah. you can never take that element mm. out of hip hop ever. You know that's what I'm a, saying? That's a, so that's a gym right there, bro. So the fact that you got that ten percent don't don't surprise me at all. <laughs> you yeah. know, and, and so 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 I guess we say that to say this. Um, grill talk is basically that's your that's your way of saying it's another way of saying shit talk, really. Yeah, I mean, but uh, it's grill talk. But I mean, it's it is yes, but it's it's also because I talked about this too after listening, but. Um, it comes from 
a Bible verse that says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so... Now, how you going to come with that after I just, you know what I'm saying, made an expletive, hey, but you, you know, but, on the app? <laughs> nah, look, but get into but it, brother, for real. Man, that's, but what you just said... We're going to touch on it. I, see, the, I see where you're going. I'm going to get but, you there. But, I got what you. you. What you just said, yeah. that's the nature... It's funny you said that. Yes, sir. Because that's the nature of who I am. My, right. my homie Sway, shout out to my homie Sway. Yep. Um, Southpaw Sway, um, incredible rapper, producer, artist in general. I love that. That's my brother, man. Right. He said, this project is the most authentic you. And that's been the, the common thread. Right. Like, of the conversation surrounding this of people who know me, too. Mm-hmm. So he said, what's so dope about this is that you'll have a bar talking about you having sex with your wife. Yes, sir. And then not too long afterwards, you'll have something from a godly perspective. Yes, sir. That you, like a bar after yes, that. Sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> and so he said, or you will say, you'll say, you'll use profanity in one line right. and then like big up God in the next right. line. And it's like, but that's who I am. Yeah. That's, that's true. And I, I also think like, I I've come so far in my faith, yeah. Where it's like, I love Jesus. You know what I'm saying, yes, sir. Yes, sir. But also, like, I'm I'm just a human, a regular human being, right? You know what I'm saying. Right. And I, I've explored. I know what my freedoms are. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I've you know me. We've talked about this over the years. You know where I came from, the church I came from. That's what I wanted to touch on, but you got there before I could get there. So, so, so now that we're here, now that we're here, you yeah, know, yeah. wow, man. you. I was going to gradually, you it's know what okay. I'm saying? I was it's telling okay. you know, yeah, yeah. Um, I think when we first met, uh-huh. I think you was either, and I say this respectfully, okay. like this is not a... This is not a shot at any, you know, movement or anything yeah, like yeah, that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I respect I respect all cultures as long as it's positive. So yeah. any, you know, any any movement that's trying to be positive and whatnot, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. But you know, some movements have their stipulations and some you know their guidelines and stuff like that. Toxic. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let's but but I think I think when I first met you. Um, I wasn't sure if you was a, a CHH artist. Mm. And for those who don't understand what CHH is, that's Christian hip hop. I didn't know if you was coming from that angle. Um, I don't even remember how we really met. But I know when I met you, you know, it was kind of. I'm trying to hold back. I made a face because I'm trying to hold back. I want to say something. Well, like it, it, it's all, I mean, it's, you know. No, I ain't talking about your perspective. Right. I'm talking about. The whole CHL, I don't realm. want you to go too deep, but this is what this this is what I do want to say. Um, am I right in saying that at one point you was in kind of involved in that community? I I would say this. I I wanted to. I, I would say I was trying to find a space where I could be involved. Okay, okay. And I felt like that was the closest space that I could be involved because. I was one of them dudes that, because there was a few dudes around that time that we talked about. One in particular uh, was Eshawn Burgundy right. because I loved how he rapped about his life, mm-hmm. but it was from a, a godly perspective. Right. You know what I'm saying? It, right. was, it was from you know a Christian perspective, and it was never explicitly gospel. It was just like, this is my life, and this is God in my life. Right. It was, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't so... Uh, Jesus, 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 every bar. Right. And so I loved that about him. And mm-hmm. he, that was one of the cats that I could actually relate to. 
because that's how I was approaching my music. And right. I would say from a literature standpoint, C.S. Lewis, when we think about his writings, um, the, the Lion, Witch, and a Wardrobe, that is fantasy or fiction that comes from a biblical perspective. Right, right. See what I'm saying? Right. So he created fiction, but created it in such a metaphorical way where it reflects, like it kind of shows what the gospel is, but in a fictional, in a fictional way. Right. You see what I'm saying? I do. So that was my approach to music mm -hmm. where it's like, you may not hear me talk about God all the time, but it's coming from how the Lord impacts my life. Right. You see what I'm saying? So I think in that time I was trying to find a space to fit in. And that was the closest. So I thought, I mean, on the outside looking in, it seems like a very good space. The only problem is, and I'm, I'm going to tell you my experience because, uh, there, there was a time where people was, you know, asking me, was I a, a, a Christian hip-hop artist? And I always tell them, no, but I'm a, I'm a hip-hop artist that loves and put Christ to the forefront right. of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I am not, but I'm not labeled, you right. know what I'm saying? Because and there's a difference. I'm just not, no, you know. Yeah, um, there's a difference. But I think um, I used to listen to uh, this DJ, DJ Wade O. Okay, I know he, he play about. a bunch yeah, of yeah, yeah, he play yeah. you know. Oh, I used to go to work weekends and I put his you know and he's a very good DJ. Oh my gosh, uh -huh. play nothing but Christian hip hop right. and this ain't the bash or anything. Yeah. But I'm telling you what I what I was what I was noticing from my experience. Yeah. Like some of the jams, man. It's like okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but a lot of it really wasn't sticking to my ribs because it sounded like. The stuff that was on the radio. So therefore, a lot of it like Drake, is that you? <laughs> a lot, a lot of it that I was J. Cole, is that you? A lot of it that I was hearing. A lot of it that see those guys those guys don't lack soul though, because it's like No, I'm just saying they are they're being themselves. When you hear that, right? You, you'd be like, wait a minute, Drake, is that you? That's what I'm saying. So I'm like, okay, wait a minute. These guys still listening to the radio, yo. Like, there's no way. Why am I hearing Dipset in a in a? Why am I hearing a Dipset reference on, in in a gospel man. song? There's a lot. There's this one dude. Um, and, and, and like I said, man, look. No, no, no. You look. Let's you know what I'm let's, bro. Let's keep it a hundred percent. Right. This is one dude. One that he was in that he was in the realm of CHH. Right. An incredible artist, man. Yeah. My homie Jay Givens. Oh, he's dope um, too. Yeah, he's crazy. Yeah, um, and because he was signed to the Humble Beast camp, and I love yo, him. them, them right. guys was dope too, right. bro. That's yeah, how, that's yeah. Both, well, I was linked up with Steel before he got signed to Humble Beast. Daniel, da Daniel Steel, yeah, before you know that's that's the big homie. That's my mentor, and so he, Jay Gibbons, had this song called "Attack of the Clones." Okay, and that's exactly what it was talking about, right? People in the industry, specific, specifically them, some of the people in Christian hip hop, right? Y'all sound like clones of yeah. what's already I mean, out seriously, right now. Seriously, and it's like if we supposed to be set apart and different, right? How y'all like y'all not being innovative? Y'all mm -hmm. sound like everybody else, right? Like it's not a thing of being influenced because people can have many influences. Like I was in Chicago, and I, <clears throat> I do my best to. Like, I'm influenced by many genres of art, not right. just music, right. right? But, like, that's how I approach my music. But it's very rare. I've had two people 
in my whole time of doing music that was able to pick out and say, you're influenced by Royce the Five Nine. Yo, I've, oh my God, I never told you that, bro. But I always thought that. There's I thought not, I was bugging, there's though. There's not many people I that thought can, I was bugging. I was like, yo, he just reminds me of Royce for some reason, dude. A lot of people can't pick that up, but I am influenced by God, him. God, right? Man. Right, I, right, right. But I think it's so dope when people say that because a lot of people, I don't sound like anybody. This is this is this is early Pat Jr. though. This is early Pat yeah. Jr. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like I've always put you between, and I'm sorry to interrupt no, what no, you was no, explaining, no, no, no. but I've always said, okay, he said he he reminds me of Royce. He got a tone like Big Boy. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Okay, I ain't never heard. Yeah, that Yeah, you know That's Big dope. Boy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you got a tone like Big Boy. It's like if Royce and Big Boy is put together, but yeah. you got your own thing going with yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Okay, that's dope. And uh, I, I've always felt that. I'm like, yo, he definitely got it. Yeah. It's definitely, he definitely, <laughs> he definitely got what it yeah. takes, man. I, you know, my nickname for you is leader of the new school. Man. You know what I'm saying? Because, that's love, man. Because I, you know, because you bring, a, you bring a fresh new format. You keep your lyricism at yeah. the forefront. Yeah. Like lyricism is is so important to you and cadence and yeah. delivery. Yeah. It's like you got all the ingredients of a dope MC. Man. But at the same time, you remain innovative. Yeah. And it's a lot of it's a lot of younger cats that's coming up, especially in our community. A lot of the younger artists, they look to you. They didn't say yeah. it out of their own mouths, yeah. but I see some of the moves that they're making, love, and I'm man. like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I know, I know that you talk to a lot, a, a few of them too. You know them, what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you, a lot of them keep you, you know what I'm saying, close by yeah. for Absolutely. guidance and whatnot. Absolutely. That's why I call you. You know, I'm like, okay, Pat Junior, yeah. that's one of that's one of our leaders in the new school yeah. and whatnot. And I learn, I learn a lot from you myself. Man. Without without even that's telling you, man, that's crazy. Without even studying that, you, man. you know what I'm saying? It's just like you know, I learned I learned some stuff from you too, man. Yeah. Like, and we're gonna jump into that, yeah, for sure. You know, as the interview sure. go on, man. But can you get back to but what yeah, you? Yeah, but not like it. Like I was saying, I I I do my best to. Uh, one of my homies put me, my homie Lizzie put me on this book called "Still Like an Artist," right. And I heard I, you. I heard that book. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so it's like still from many different genres of art, but f- in stealing or being influenced by many different genres, like find your voice, right? And so that's what I've. That's been a journey for me. A mid journey. You said that again. A mid journey. <laughs> you get? Did you get the reference? Only the real ones gonna get. Only the real ones gonna get what just yo, happened, fire, yo. Bro. You know what I'm saying? But go ahead, bro. <laughs> But it's but it's funny you say that because right. it's like I've done my best and I've struggled with it too because and this is not a slight to anybody but I have done my best to be the best self and be the best me but I've also like be the most authentic me but I've struggled with it too because I've noticed how other artists have quickly ascended because they sound like somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like they're easily like they're easily placed on a playlist or whatever or this person sounds like mm-hmm. this. If you like this, if you like this rapper, this rapper, this rapper, right. you'll like this person. Yeah. And it's like attack of the clones, mm-hmm. man. You sound like other people. Like I visibly like me and my homie my my uh, another brother of mine, uh, my homie the deep end, we was like having a conversation. What up, deep? Yeah, my home, incredible, bro. Oh no, you ain't gotta tell me. Yeah, like you already know. I already know, um, bro. And 
we was having a conversation and just it's just certain artists that we've seen like on the rise mm-hmm. and it's like hey yo like bar for bar word for like you you literally sound like this person mm-hmm. and it's like for I struggle with that cuz it's like you sound dope and the, the the lyrics, the beat, the cadence, and all that, like, it sounds great, but it's literally Attack of the Clones, yeah. bro. Like, but you know what? Hip-hop has always been like that, man. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Hip-hop really? Has, hip-hop has always been like that. I can give you examples. Give me example, but I will, I will sound old as, no, you know what I'm saying? No, nah, man. Nah, man. Um, you know, for... Help me understand you want to you want to go down this road with me, man? Like, Let's, you know... Give me an example of, I guess, of um, what you've seen. Because it's new to me, but obviously it sounds like it's been a thing that's been going on. No, for, it's, it's been going on forever, man. Um, okay, like, for example, um, when uh, Das Effects, a hip-hop okay, group, came I, out back in the day. I know what you're talking about. They used to rhyme, iggity biggity, you know what I'm saying? They, they, that's yeah, how they used to rhyme. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the boys, the fellas can really rap, you know what I'm saying? But right. that was their... Their niche into the game. Okay. But for a minute, they had every other artist coming out, iggity, biggity, biggity, you know what I'm saying? Um, Twister. Okay. Right? You had Twister first. You know who Twister is. I know who Twister is. Legend. Twister, Chicago you know, legend. Chicago legends. You might be familiar with him from, you know, Do or Die or when he was with Kanye. I mean, I, that's when I got on. Nah, Twister came out when Twister first came out. Twister came out in like, you know, I got familiar with Twister in like the late 80s. Okay. Right? He was tongue twister. Okay. Because he was just like the fastest rapper or right. whatever. But look what happened. Like later on, you know, you had Bone Thugs Harmony. You know what I'm saying? Rapping yeah, just like that. You had Jazzo. You know what I'm saying? Jazzo probably will say that he was the first one to do it. But, and you know what? He might be. It's, 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 it's kind of, you know, I couldn't tell you who the first one was to do it. When they first started, they sounded just like. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Like Migos is Bone Thugs and Harmony. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. always been. I can see the influence. Yeah, that, that's influence. But we, we want to talk about direct. And I use this example in, our, in my last uh, episode of the podcast yeah. that hasn't come out yet. So I don't want to think that I'm trying to pick on certain yeah, artists, yeah, yeah. but MC Shan, right? There was an artist, yeah. MC Shan, back in the day. There was an artist that came out in this MC Shan named Cool C. But Cool C sounded exactly like MC Shan. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's... Stuff like that has always been in hip-hop. Um, to to me, you know, to me in my world, and these these are my old ears or yeah. whatever, um, I can't tell the difference between a B.I. and a Ice Spice. They sound the same to me. Really? That's no disrespect, but I, they sound the same to okay. me. You know what I'm saying? You know, That's dope that you're familiar, though. I mean, but that that's that's how much I love the music. Like, yeah. I always keep, and you know I DJ, I always keep my ear, yeah. I just always keep my ear to the street. I, you, I never, until you said something, I never correlated the two. Yeah, I but mean, when I'm thinking but that's just it, me, like, you know, yeah. like, you know, it's just, I'm not trying to, you know, play either one of them no, and no, say it all sounds the same, but it's always going to be a, a, a congruent artist to whoever is out hot now. Yeah. You know, wait till you, you know, expand more throughout the years. Like, it's going to be people trying to sound like you and whatnot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think for me, and, and, and that's funny you said that, um, but I... I for me, I, I guess going back to what I was saying, I just I've done my best to find my voice, and, and you found it, and, and I yeah. and I feel like it to bring it back mm-hmm. with this mixtape. 
I feel like I finally really found my voice. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And not to say in my previous, because all of my previous projects, I'm, and I'm not saying that every project from now on is going to sound like Grill Talk, but what I'm saying as a whole, right? you know, my heart as a whole, I've really found my voice and I have this new this new found sense of confidence that I've never had before. And that really took, that was a God thing, man. Like last year, like God really sat me down. I was supposed to uh, go to Art Basel in Miami. Mm-hmm. It was going to be full paid trip, everything right. taken care of. God was like, nah, you finna stay home and write music. Mm. And I was like, yes, sir. You know, and so, but what's funny was I, I needed to hear that. I needed to feel that. I needed to get that command because that whole year, because I was so tapped into like the Web3 stuff and the NFTs and yeah, all that. Yes, right? sir. Like I was so focused on, I, I pivoted and I was so focused on that for some time that I wasn't really doing what I was designed to do. Bro, it would, it would. You know, I, I I went down that rabbit hole myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's another reason that I love talking to you because yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. see, that's the thing, bro. You're such an innovative MC, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I um I definitely like looked at the web three stuff and the NFT stuff, yeah. you know, all that stuff. But you looked at it and you figured out how to apply it to music. Yeah. And I'm like, man, this guy is so on top of like <laughs> This no, I, don't, I don't. I don't want. I mean, t- I know you don't want to seem like the guru or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. but what I'm trying to say is, you always trying to find a way to correlate. You know, I mean, bro, like this full time music thing, like, and I think that's what separates me too, like, because you got the you got the bro, gift of having full time job, yo. Like, so I have to. My mom is a hustler. Like she know she works hard. Right. Like she I, that's my mom is a hard worker. And that's what I know from seeing her. Right. I've watched her being being a single parent. Then, of course, she got married and had my sister or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, they unfortunately, they split up. Right. But I've watched her for the majority of my life mm-hmm. making ends meet for a long time. Right. Like, knowing how to pivot, knowing how to, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, that's what I know. And in this music industry being a full-time artist, and I think a lot of people don't understand that about me either. Like, this is my job, bro. So you got to, you you have to explore every option and whatnot. Bro, it's like, this is, my, like, even in that realm, I think a lot of people didn't understand that. Like, when I was there, like, you, y'all got jobs. Yeah, like, yeah, you sir. You have a job that you, a salary job. Mm-hmm. No disrespect to no, that No, I understand. All, I understand what you're like, saying. Y'all got jobs. This is this is literally my. I have to find the work. Mm-hmm. I have to and thank God who brings me to work. But, but there's still an effort that I have to make to to actually find the work and make the money. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. And so Web three was a way for me to pivot mm-hmm. to make some extra money for my home because ultimately it's like. So you had some success stories with the Web three. Oh and, yeah, absolutely. Man, like good. I made some money there, but I feel like. And this is this is a whole nother conversation. I don't want to get so I want to go so down far, far to that road. But the point that I'm trying to make is that like I got so wrapped up in doing that, yeah, 
because a lot of what they do is, or a lot of what Web3 is, unfortunately, is social currency. Right. And not as much as about the music. And that's one thing that that's mm-hmm. one thing that I didn't like. Right. Is how many, who can you talk to? What kind of relationships can mm-hmm. you build? Mm-hmm. What founders can you like? It's a lot of a lot of that. And for me, I was already dealing with that in what they call web two. What me and you do is like we put the music out, we perform, we so yeah. it was like, I'm already doing that. I don't want to do that on another level in a niche like realm. Right, right, right. And then I'm losing focus on the music. Mm-hmm. And so I was supposed to go to Art Basel, shake some hands, meet some people, have conversations. Is that what Art Basel was? Art so Basel, Art was Basel like... is beyond the Web3. Okay. It's bigger than that. God, but that's man. where a lot of like like Web3 people go to Art Basel to make connections, to do uh, do do a bunch of other stuff. Right. But for me, I was going. I was set on going there and shaking hands, mm-hmm. and because they say like you know you can. That's how you kind of build your success in Web three is like meeting people face to face, shaking hands, having conversations. That's how you build your community. I see my face. I got you. I got but you. That's how you build your community to actually like get people to buy your work. Right. 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 So I was like, okay. So I was set, mm-hmm. and God was like, nah. You finna stay home. You finna write this music. Right. And that's what I did, G. And I, in a month's time, I cut like 12 records. So let me, More can, than 12. So can I ask you this? For 12 that made it. What's up? I should save this for off the air. No, go, no, but, no. But I'm going to throw this out here. Go ahead. So when you say God stopped you from going, yeah. do you think he stopped you because it represented like Web 3 counter? And this is not an attack. This is just an opinion. So the the, the, say, the views of K Hill do not represent the views of Pat Junior. I'm just asking no, you a question. Do you think you, you said God stopped you from going? Do you think He stopped you because it represented the change, a part of the change that's gonna occur over the years that were discussed in mm-hmm. like Revelations, where oh, no. our currency start changing? You know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Mm-hmm, and you know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Listen, Do you think it kind of, you know... No, nah, not at all. Okay. I, I think it was just more so of I was losing focus on what I needed to be doing. Got you, got you. I'm sorry I went that deep, no, bro. Fine. Like, no, this that's is how fine. I, you know, that's how my wheels Absolutely. turn and whatnot. No, that's cool. Like, you know, that's actually, actually, actually an interesting... Take. Yeah. Okay. Nah, and I... So I gave you something to you think about. My, you get, yeah, you got I'm, my wheels turned. Word up, but, okay. But I just... I wasn't focused in the right place. You won't focus on your gift. I wasn't, nah. And yeah. you know what's crazy? Like, you know when, when you know, the, the Bible says that we were made in God's image? Yeah. It, it's like, you can miss layers of that, mm-hmm. of what that means. Right. And I discovered on a deeper, like, like level, when you think about it, I was talking about like just with so just pe- different people over time during this time. It's like when you are not doing what God called you to do. Now, don't get me wrong. Like I am many things. It's not just my music. Okay. You know, it's I'm a husband. I'm a brother. Mm-hmm. I'm a friend. I'm a mentor. I'm all these different things, right? But God gives us gifts, right, and talents to to like to walk out. He gives us passions. Right. When you are not 
doing a passion or your passion for some time, your energy start changing. Right. Right. You start getting irritated. Mm. You get depressed mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. You get you you get angry. Like you start feeling all of these negative emotions because you're not exercising the passion that God gave you. Is that what it is? That's ex- bro. Like I, <laughs> I, it dawned on me like right. I haven't really written any music lately. And when I, and when I say is that what it is, that's not me mocking you. No, I know. No, that's no, that's I, me saying, Dad, that's why I exactly. feel like this. You know what I'm saying? So and so nah, it's, man. It, it, when you step away from that too far, that's what happens. And so, like, I needed him to tell me that because right. I was trying to do. I've become over time. I, I was talking to my wife about this. I've become so such an expert at the pivot. Yeah. I've been I've, I'm good at the pivot. Right, right, right. But and explain God, explain to people what the pivot so is. So when I say the pivot, like because I've been doing music full time, right? Being able to pivot and see when something is not working, mm-hmm. figuring out how to how something else can work. Right, so right. Some of the pivot, some of the pivot for me was when I first started. I was doing videography. I was, sure was I was producing for other people yep. and I was doing my shows and still doing mm-hmm. my music. But I was doing multiple things to bring in income. Mm-hmm. And when I first I was also doing Lyft and Uber. Right. So I was doing all of those things when I first started full time in 2016 to make ends meet. Right. 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 For the soul. So what I discovered was like, man, I'm not really passionate about this video thing. Mm-hmm. I like the aspect of storytelling and script writing. Right. And directing, but this ain't for me because I ain't got the patience for mm. to do it for other people. Right, I, I'm gonna drop this. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I had to pivot, and that's why I, for a couple of years I pivoted and I started the Pelman Junior thing with my homie JP. And we're gonna get into that too. And bro. so then that so like for me, I've mm. always been good. And Web three was a pivot for me. Right, economy started changing. Business started changing, mm-hmm. so I had to pivot and find another way to like build connection, but also make some money. So you know how to you, you when you say pivot, you ba- you basically saying adapt. Yeah, just adapt. Sh- shift, shift shift for you know. I've been so good at that, but then I realized God was like, "You are great at the pivot, but mm-hmm. I need you to be great at staying in one mm-hmm. spot." Because I've always had to adapt, but God was like, "No, nah, I need you to stay right here." Right. And that was with my with my music. Remain steadfast. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And so he like that's what God you went like made it very you not going like <laughs> you finna write and I and I in the month of December I cut I cut more than twelve, but twelve actually made it to the mixtape mm-hmm. like. I produce them in one month. In one month. So you use your time very, very... And and some people say wow at that. Right. Some people are like, oh, man, when I go to the studio, I record like 20 songs. I'm like, bro, you not that... Okay, cool, but how many of them songs actually gone? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm very... I'm very intentional with my writing. Mm -hmm. I know what I want to say. Yeah. I know how I want to say it. You know, I know how I want to present it. Sometimes I still figure it out in the process, but I think I am very much so of a creative director and my own executive producer. Shout out to all the people that have influenced that in my life, especially D Steel. Like, I don't have to record 
40 songs to get an album's worth of potent music. Right. That's just not how it was built, especially I was big up in my mom that night. Mm -hmm. She also kind of helped design that part of me where it's like she taught me the importance of a black man knowing how to express himself right, and how to articulate how he feels. I heard you say that, man. Yeah. I also heard you uh, mention that uh, your mother is actually the one that put you on to hip hop. Yes. And I, I, in my head, I was like, yo, that's crazy because my mother did the same thing that's, for me. That's beautiful, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. um, what kind of, what kind of, you know, hip hop was she on? Man, try, a trial call quest. Wow. Um, definitely, you know, Biggie and Pac. She was more so of a Biggie fan, though. Right. Um, and I, I, I maybe it's because she's from Brooklyn. Maybe it's a Brooklyn thing, but she just said I just appreciated Biggie more. Mm-hmm. She liked Tupac for like him being poetic, right? But Biggie, it, I think it was just a Brooklyn mm-hmm. thing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, of course, uh, De La Soul. Um, so she she like really tapped in, bro. Wow. But also, she put me on to a lot of R&B, like Blackstreet. You don't want to have this conversation, boy. Man, <laughs> she, she, but, and then, you know, then it was, you know, um, orchestral music. Like right. She put me on to a lot of, you know, uh, classical music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Jazz, mm-hmm. you know, gospel for sure. You know, it was a plethora, but she definitely introduced me to, to hip-hop, man. That's and, what's up, man. It really put me on. And so, you know, when I tell people in that month of December that I did, like, 12 records and produced, like, half of them, they was just like, whoa. Yeah, like, yeah. And God really met me, bro. Like, very intentional. Like, I was in tears, brother. Like, so much so, because you know how – like believers, Christians, like you know how some people would, and we've talked. This has been a conversation in the past amongst believers, but people will be praying for their team to win in like leagues and stuff like wow. that. Wow, like, right, God, right, right, God right, right. Don't care about right, that, right, right. <laughs> but that's how I felt. God looked at my music, right. I felt like you felt like it was a. Uh, um, it was just he ain't care about that, right? And God was like, He showed me I do. Let me ask you this: yeah. Have you ever, have you ever, um, for lack of a better way to uh, describe it, yeah, yeah, you ever had a bucket list or a checklist of things that you wanted to do musically, and prayed about them? Yeah, not even really just prayed about them, just being obedient and put it Ooh, out in the air. Just, wait a minute, you just said a word, bro. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know. I'm just saying. You just said a. You just said a word. Have you ever? Have Man. you ever done that? Have you ever made a checklist? And just over the years, mm-hmm. went back to look at that checklist and seen how everything just manifested. I, I never have. You know why? Go ahead. Because the way, when I tell you, man, that whole experience was something heavy in December of last year, I'll right. never forget it, bro. Right. Ever. I'm talking about, I ain't never cried so much in one season of my life right. about my music. Right. Like, Went through the emotions and everything, and I never have done that because the church that I came up in never really instilled in me or made it okay or taught me it was okay to have faith for myself. Mm. I've had faith for so many other people. Right. Right? Right. But I've never had until 
a few years, starting a few years ago, I've never had any truly big ambitions for myself. Right. Because it was, oh, man, you know, whatever the Lord wills. And, you know, I'm just a lowly servant. I'm just like, nah, you bro. T- you took it to heart. Like, no, I. that's how I live my life. Right, right, you know, right. Oh, man, you know, nah, man. You, and don't get me wrong, I'm going to always give honor and glory to the Lord. Mm-hmm. But also, what I realized, too, is that God is not just a commander-in-chief. He's not just some, someone that gives me my marching orders. God is also my father, right? And yeah. I never understood that. Like, me and uh, another incredible artist, I think I told you, like, uh, Probably, well, he is, like, my favorite rapper, Shad K. Right, from Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, he had a a dope documentary on Netflix, yo. But go ahead, I'm sorry. You know know what's funny, too? Shout out to my wife, because I was watching one of the seasons of the documentary, Mm -hmm. documentary, and at the top of 2002, no, top of 2019, I remember telling my wife, I got to meet this dude. And she made it happen. Now, back to the question about my checklist. <laughs> Have you ever had a checklist? Yeah. You know what I'm but saying? I'm talking about, like, big ambitions, right. man, for myself. Right. Like, never, not a lot. Yeah. Not a lot because of me. So, me and Shad, funny you said that, bringing full circles, me and, me and Shad were having a recent conversation about where God has brought me. We was talking, and he was just like, I was telling him, like, how I see myself, like, having faith for the things I desire. Right. And realizing it's nothing wrong with those desires Mm -hmm. because I have been accountable with my mentors, bringing it to God, and God showing me there's nothing wrong with desiring this because I gave you this desire, right? Right. And he was just like, yeah, man, God is our father. He wants to see us joyful. Right. What father doesn't want to see a good father wants to see their child happy and joyful? You know what? I'm going to say this right here. I'm going to tell you what I think the misunderstanding came from. Um, and I'm not going to get too deep. No, go ahead, bro. I'm telling you what I, you know what we I'm saying? Just, bro, this is a regular The views of Cahill do not reflect, man. you know. But uh, anyway, um, I think I think the problem with asking God for certain things, mm-hmm. you know, especially black people, is the way um, – is the way – that Christianity, I'm just going to say Christianity, the way that Christianity was introduced to us, you know what I'm saying? It, 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 was, it, it was introduced to us to humble us, to put us in line, you know what Ooh. I'm saying? It, it wasn't introduced to us for us to be Let's kings, to be kings and ask for, you know what I'm saying, the things that it we want presented, and whatnot. It was presented to us in a very toxic, That's what I'm saying. false way. Right. And you know what we did? We ran with it for we for ran years. With it. The for black, years, the black church has ran with it for years. For years, because what happened was, from slavery, once we got free, right, and we started building our own communities and churches, right, we took what we learned, right. and ran with it. Yeah. Oh, that's how we was that. Well, that's how I know and ran with it. And anything that was different. But the thing is, is like the problem in that. There's a problem in Go that. Ahead. Is that the black church has traumatized so many people, <laughs> myself included. Church hurt? Myself included. That what you would call church hurt? It, we, like in so many different ways. I mean, I've shared this story. I've told this story. And I need, I'm being more vocal about it, especially now in my life. Right. My old pastor stood me up 
in front of like 2,000 folk and rebuked me for rapping. You remember I told you about this? You've never told me about I, that. I thought I did. No, nah, you never old, told me about that. My old pastor stood me up, and this is why I need to be vocal about it, in front of like 2,000 folk and rebuked me for rapping. And at the time when I was rapping, I was doing more, I guess, explicitly Christian music. Right. Where it was like more like, like you going hard into God and whatnot. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, like you like he didn't li- he didn't take the time to listen to your content. No, he did. did he, he did listen but to the content. His okay. Issue was the it's the the, the way vehicle, you delivered it. The vehicle. Right. It was just like, well, you know, we don't we don't get down with that hip hop or rap stuff. You go you, like you going to school to be this and do that. You ain't you know you ain't finna be on BT etc etc. Right, right, just, right. And I'm 18, just turned 18 at the time. Right. You ain't. Let me say this too. Some people may know what I'm talking about. Some people not. You ain't even handled it according to how the scriptures say to handle it. If you got an alt with your brother, you go with him in private. And you have the conversation with him first. If right. he offended you, you just stood in front of the pulpit. Even if I did something wrong, which I didn't, yeah. you stood in front of the pulpit and just and just suplexed me off the top turnbuckle, right? Like in front of uh, in front of hundreds of people. And that's the problem. You didn't like the way I did it. It ain't even just that, man. Like you know, and 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 I'm ready to have this conversation with any you feel me? clergy member or whatever. He wanted to be the star. Oh no, absolutely. He wanted to be the star. Absolutely. Somebody was. It looked like somebody was about to. You know, uh, it's the story of Saul and David. You know mm. what I'm saying? He threw the he threw the spear at your head. You know what I'm saying? He had to send you. You know, he had to send you into exile so you could think for a minute and figure out another way to come back. And, and you I, came and you came back harder. But the thing is, though, I was that was at eighteen. I stayed there for another four years because that that's the way you was conditioned. You know what I'm that, saying? Yeah, going back to that's yeah. how that's how they were conditioned, right? Like the early black church, right? Before they got they that's how they were conditioned, right? And it's like I remember having a convers like conversations with older people in the black church. It's just like. Yeah, like that's how we were taught is whatever the the pastor is like the father, the daddy of the church, right. and whatever he say, goes. it goes. Right. And it's like, well, where the what about what the what the script no, whatever he says <laughs> right, right, right. goes. Right. Don't so, matter what the Bible says. Okay, so you have finally answered my question on how you you like what kind of, you know, help you make the transition from the CHH, you know, audience and whatnot. I could kind of understand with everything that you've explained about the music, the background and stuff like that. It, it helps me understand why you are where you are right now. It's not even just that. I think earlier on, I just realized that this ain't for me. Right. Because I'm too much of a creative. My homie, he was there that night. My homie, Jerry Blackwell. Yeah. I talked to big him up because he's one of the two dudes that helped me like become a better rapper, right? And then the other, and, and my other guy, you actually, are, I, you're related to him by marriage, okay? Uh, Yans, my brother, um, my brother, brother-in-law, yeah, yeah, my yeah. homie Yans, mm-hmm. um, he, those two dudes helped me become a better rapper, yeah. And and I, Jerry, when when me and Jerry linked up, he was one of them dudes that rapped about life from a Christian perspective. Mm-hmm. And it always intrigued me, and that's I just realized I was just like, hey, man, 
if I'm going to have a conversation with somebody right. about God, right. I'd rather unpack it in the conversation and not in my music. Right. Like, I want to use this as an expression. And mm-hmm. that's a freedom I have right. to express. And so I just realized, too, it's too, it's just, it's too clickish, man. That, okay. For, for us. You for summed us it up. To, you really summed it up. Man, you summed it up. Be, for us to be believers. Right. And, uh, and, and it's too, y'all too clickish. Mm-hmm. And y'all sound like, you know what? This ain't for me, bro. Yeah, yeah. We ain't cut from the same cloth. Right. And, and I just, I just started doing things in a more freer way. Mm-hmm. If we being real about it. Right. Right. You know? Oh, okay. So, you know, while we sitting here having man, like, dope, man. I mean, no, it's fine. It's fine. Look, this is dope. This so while fire, we sitting bro. here, while we sitting here having real talk right now, right? I kind of want to shift a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, we still gonna stay in our realm, yeah. but you know, I kind of want to like, I don't want to get too deep. No man, let's let's. But go. I need, I, you know, the meat and potatoes. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't even know which question to ask first, man. Cause yo, wow. Yeah. Ho- hopefully, we'll meet up somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, two things our culture as black people run from. Okay. We don't want to discuss life insurance. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. that that means you have to acknowledge death. Yeah. And yeah. responsibility and whatnot. Yeah. We hate having that conversation, but it's something that has to be talked about and put in place. And we don't like to talk about therapy. Mm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But one thing that I definitely, one thing that sticks out about you as an artist yeah. is you encourage therapy. Yeah. You have had therapy. You might be in therapy right now. I am. And... Um, just knowing you from when I first met you yeah. to where you are now, yeah. I, I can definitely see a change. Even yeah. though you was never uh, you know, a bad person as yeah, far as yeah, I can yeah, see. For sure, for sure. But I can definitely see um the benefits yeah. of having therapy for you. Yeah. Um, can you explain to anybody, yeah. even me, yeah, somebody that just has a lot going on up yeah. here yeah. and how to have the the, the confidence to not just push it out to somebody else, yeah. you know, but eventually get to the point where you could push it out to the world. Right, right. How right. do how do you get to that point? Mm. And, and when did you think it was necessary? Okay, I I think the point for me that led me to to um going to get therapy was in twenty late twenty twenty, um me and my wife had a huge falling out mm. to the point where in 2021, I was ready for divorce, bro. Okay. And so like, we are so much better than, and that's a whole nother story, man. Like, man, you touching on some really good topics, bro. <laughs> nah, let's go because it's some people that need to hear yeah. this. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, that, that, instance like that happening pushed me um because like there was some and 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 it was it had our falling out was nothing to do with like infidelity but it was more so of and i kind of touched on it on treasure chest right in the beginning if you listen there's a chess like like game like board game Mm -hmm. like chess Reference that I make. I never had to tell my queen that she failed me, but checkmate ain't something you could bail, King. So me lovingly checking her and hold her, holding her accountable, she never really grew up in a home where she was challenged to 
be accountable for her actions. Right. You know, like, of course, she would get, like, uh, she would get corrected from doing right and wrong, but right. there was never a, this is how you apologize. Mm. This is how you make things right. Mm-hmm. You, She would just get in trouble, and then the next day, like, or the like next hour or so, everything was okay. Right. There was never a process of reconciliation. Mm-hmm. And that's something I grew up with. Right. And so for years, I never, I for years, I tried to show her that, you know what I'm saying? But it was never really received, you know, in the beginning. And then it kind of was. And then at one point, I just, <sighs> in the beginning, I would nitpick everything. Right. 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 And then it was like, okay, pick and choose your battles. Mm-hmm. And then after some time, because, and I'm open and honest about this, like we've talked about it and we shared this, but there was a lot of gaslighting involved from her to me. Right, right, right. And I didn't even know what gaslighting was. Man, listen, when I found out what it was, wow. But go ahead, go ahead. All I knew, all I knew was you making me feel crazy Mm -hmm. and I know I'm not crazy for what I'm saying. right. Right? And so... (laughs) <laughs> I'm glad I can laugh about hey, that. Hey, what I'm now, saying, man. we love you, baby. We love you. <laughs> no, but she's cool with it. She, no, she it's, yeah, no, be... no. I'm laughing because I'm yeah. laughing because you remember when I told you earlier, uh-huh. and I say this on camera. Yeah. I said, man, I never had a good conversation with Tam, man. But she just reminds me of my wife, man, for yeah. some reason. Like they, <laughs> yo, I just, I just, I, I, it's like I can read her, and she ain't even got to say yeah. nothing, bro. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's not saying nothing bad at right, all, right, bro. Right. You know what I'm absolutely, saying? It's absolutely. just, it's just funny though, man. But go ahead, nah, man. So, but yeah, like she, we never really, she never really knew how to take, uh, it was a lot of pride that was involved. And so there was one, there was some point in our timeline of being married where I just tapped out and I was just like, Mm -hmm. it is what it is. This is just normal married life. Mm -hmm. So I thought, right. And I want to say a few years, maybe two or three years prior to uh, our falling out happen, happening, I started just, I really started to stand on, stand two, do- two toes or ten toes down, like firm on, nah, this ain't okay. This is not cool. Right. I don't like this feeling. Mm-hmm. You're not taking responsibility for it. We was getting into it a lot, like in a span of like two years. And then... And I won't go so because that's a no, whole. I'm about to say don't hole. don't take it. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. but the incident that happened because I don't mind sharing it, but that's a whole other. Yeah, no, it's cool. The it's incident cool. Incident that happened that made us falling out. It was like I in the moment felt like I need like I was like when it happened, I was like, okay, either I can say something about this, right, and it's going to be a whole lot of excuses given mm-hmm. and a whole argument and then a whole, oh, you lecturing me and all that stuff. You, right. you making excuses. You're not taking accountability. Or I cannot say anything about this and just take it, bro. Just take it. Right. Just take it. Don't say nothing. Keep it moving. Keep the peace. Mm-hmm. It was. Suppre- uh, suppress. It was suppressed. Right. It was Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. too. So we were supposed to go to my mom's. That day, we were supposed to go to my mom's house, hang mm-hmm. out with her, and then go be with her parents on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, just and I and something was like, nah, nigga, like you need to say something about this shit. Don't suppress this. You can't like, and it's not good for me to suppress because 
what runs in the family, even though I don't have a solid relationship with him, is my dad. He's got a bad temper. Mm. So for me to suppress something and then finally say something like yeah. I'm gonna go off, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. So I was like, you know what? <clears throat> and because at one point I got numb to it, bro. Mm-hmm. Just got numb to it. But I was like, okay, I need to say something. And so I said something. Of course, you know, option A was a lot of excuses. And bro, when I tell you I broke down, I had an, I literally like what my therapist described was an emotional breakdown. I broke. Like, imagine how many shots it takes to get through bulletproof glass. Yeah. But that was me for over 10 years, 11 years, Mm -hmm. just taking it, taking it. And then I finally shattered. And I had an emotional breakdown. And all I remember really in that moment was I, I left I left the house. We were staying here. I left without saying nothing. And I just, I got in the car and I just started driving. And at first I didn't know where I was going, but then I realized I was driving to my mom's house. Right, right. And so um, she had called my mom and, you know, was kind of telling her, like, I made him upset, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, we ended up, um, ended up being with my mom. And I, during that whole time, man, like, even after that, like, because, like, how old folks say, like, the saying is, you know how to take a licking and keep on ticking? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've watched yeah. my mom do that. Right. Go through painful things for, like, a day or so and then be right back to who she felt like she needed to be for me. Right, and right, her right. her family. Right. And so I was so used to dealing with pain like that mm-hmm. to where it was like, I'll go through something. Okay, cool. I'm upset about it. And then the next day, suppress. Two days later, suppress. It's yeah. like, I'm good. Right. You know what I'm saying? Without really fully processing it all mm-hmm. the way. And I just remember in that moment, I could not suppress it anymore. I couldn't yeah. suppress As much as I wanted to, yeah. it was like I had cracked, I had shattered, bro. Like, and that, that shattering needed to happen. So, and it was just like, all it was like a, a aftershock of all the years just coming, just smacking me all at one time. Yeah, yeah. All the pain, I just I was crying and crying, and I felt like at one point in this, I, I would I discourage anybody feeling this way, especially my black my black men, because this is how we were taught. I felt like in that, why you you cry like you, you cry don't like cry a, like you cry like a bitch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's how I felt. Like, yeah. you crying. Like, why are you, you a bitch, bro? Mm-hmm. Stop crying so much. Yeah. And I just couldn't stop it. And in that moment, I realized I, I need therapy, man. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. There's some stuff here that I need to deal with. And I thought that when I went to therapy, I was just dealing with that. No, nigga. It's so much behind that that mm-hmm. you have to deal with. Yo. I'm finding out in a lot of the stuff that I'm you hearing this new sense of me, a lot of this stuff I've been dealing with from from two and a half years of therapy. Yeah. It's a new sense of confidence. It's non-tolerance of certain things. Mm-hmm. It's me. I, I literally have a song called Boundaries on this mixtape, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, right. Me respecting people's boundaries mm-hmm. for so many years, but not having boundaries on right. my own. That was a sound bite from your uh from your interview at the joint when you said I was like, wow. Yeah, bro. Like, wow. and so so many, like, and I remember like 
within the first three months of, I remember I say I I share this story. I, I won't say who I love this nigga, <laughs> but I won't say who. I did the Durham Bulls Beer Festival. Yeah, in 2021. Okay, I was one of the headliners for that joint. Yep. And somebody was like, "Yo, man, um, I know how I was gonna f- like. I saw the new beer. I know how I was gonna feel about it. You know what I'm saying? But it's dope. And I was like, and I wouldn't have cared how you felt about it. I said that back right. to them. Right, right, right. And it was just like, and I'm like, yeah, nigga, this is I'm a new nigga. You this, can't talk to this, me the same this, way. This, this is where we at with this it. This is Pat Junior 3.0. <laughs> right, nigga. right, like, right, right. Nah, like, <laughs> and it's just, but I say that to say like. Within three months, just three months and some change, I felt like a newer person. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like not nah, y'all niggas can't talk to me the same way, yeah, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. even now that I'm I'm still healing with uh healing and dealing with some things, um, working through some things, processing some things, unlearning certain behaviors. Yes, sir. Because trauma comes with a lot of like learned behaviors that mm-hmm. are like not healthy for your life. Yes, sir. And your mentality and your emotion, like my emotional intelligence is a lot higher than it was before. Mm-hmm. Like, and shout out to my pastor too. Cause even before I started therapy in like 2018, <clears throat> 2019, I was my, my pastor was counseling me and helping me to become a better uh, an emotional health, like a healthy, a healthier, um, an emotional aspect, like emotionally healthier leader. I mm-hmm. say it like that. Mm-hmm. He was helping me in that arena, but like therapy was like on such a broader scale of dealing with the issues, um, and just the trauma that, like, unpacking those things. You, you say your pastor uh, was was. Like, he helped you with that a lot, too? So, before therapy, like, before all this stuff happened in 2020, he was already walking with me, like, one-on-one. Right. And, like, from a spiritual aspect. Yes, yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? Not so much, because he's not a therapist. Right, but, you know. from a spiritual aspect. That's good, though. I'll take that. Yeah. Because a lot of times, you just get the... You know, your breakthrough is on the way. No, You know, hold it down. Shout out to Pastor Jerome, man. He... And great leader, man. Mm-hmm. Um, he is my pastor, but he's also my big brother. Good man, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. He actually helped me leave the old church. <laughs> and you know what he did too? When I left, he said, "Don't just leave. Have the conversation. Right. Don't just walk away. Don't just walk away. Have the conversation. See, that's what I do, bro. I, yo, I peace. <laughs> yo, I Sodom and Gomorrah the whole situation." <laughs> You know what I'm saying, <laughs> but and, um, and but was, that's not healthy though. But go he ahead. He was like he, I, I and I, I always will respect him for that, right? Because especially in churches, when something happens, or just in life, right, 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 we don't talk about, mm-hmm. we don't, we're afraid of conflict, right, right, right. There is conflict is not a bad thing. Yeah, healthy con. There is a difference between negative conflict. And healthy conflict. It's, it's not a bad thing when you know that the other person can handle it. Yeah. When but you, I'm just saying you know the saying? word and people feel like <laughs> conflict is a bad word. Yeah, yeah. It's not a bad word. Mm-hmm. Or we automatically think of negativity right. when we think of the word conflict. Right. That's what I'm saying. You right. see what I'm saying? I do. Like, I do. But it's like there is such thing as healthy conflict. And bef- 
And a lot of people don't realize that because we are where <clears throat> our minds and our hearts tell us to run away from mm-hmm. it. I've always been a person to go towards it. Right. You know, um, even if it <laughs> Even if it was negative, like, nigga, you about to hear me get my shit off. I'm about to yeah, 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 but no. I've always wanted, watching my family throughout the years, I've always wanted things to be resolved. Right. I've always was an advocate for reconciliation. Always. Well, I mean, um, but at the same time. It's not going to happen with everybody. When, when it's a learned behavior, yeah. it takes you a long time to realize it. Like me talking about how I walk away from stuff instead of directly dealing with it. That's good self-awareness. Though. I get that from my mother. Mm. Like my father didn't raise me. Yeah. He wasn't involved. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. instead of my mother dealing with it like she should have, yeah. and that's no shot at my mama because she yeah. did one hell of a job. Yeah. She yeah. she just walked away from the situation. Yeah. yeah. And I've learned how to just walk away from stuff. Instead of just, you know what I'm saying, attacking it head on. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I even I even talk to my mother now, you know, like, mom, like, let's just deal let's let's deal with some yeah. stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. let's not yeah. avoid it. Let's right. deal with it. Right. And, and you know, um, still learning that. Mm-hmm. Learning from brothers like you. Yeah. I told you that night when you had the um the conversation about accountability yeah. that it helped me repair a relationship that night. That's beautiful, man. With somebody that, you know what I'm saying, that That's I, you beautiful. know, I I hold a high regard and whatnot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I say this, I say this to say this right here, bro. Like the vehicle, the musical vehicle, and the the platform vehicle that you use, man, like yeah. you really, you know what I'm saying, you really giving people what they need. Older or younger. Yeah, that's love, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, nah, man, you, um, you're doing a heck of a job, man. man. Oh, she about to die? Okay. Oh, man. I got you. I got you. It's one of them new the USB-C's joint. No, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. No, it's not. iPhone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. iPhone. Yeah. I was in the red. Yeah, man. I mean, we're talking too much, yo. But nah, man. Um, I, I was hoping you won't have to do too much editing, fam. But <laughs> word. She back. Oh yeah, that's magic sound. Here we go. Nah, man, but um, yeah, like I was saying, man, um, whether you know it or not, you know what I'm saying, you're really helping a lot of people. Um, even when I came to your your listening session that night, it was people out there from all walks of life, man, man. black, white, Indian, you know yeah. what I'm saying, Eth- different ethnicities. Yeah. I think that's dope. But a lot of them, man, like even uh, even the type I seen um spiritual leaders out there. A publicist out like there. My church was out. Yeah, there. Yeah, I mean it was dope, man. It was dope to see all. You know, yeah. I see. You know what? I two, see two of my pastors was out there. Two of your pastors. Were, you know what? One of them I knew was a pastor, and you ain't even got to tell me who it was. I just felt it. Really? My, my man, he had uh, he had locks. Yeah, I, I knew that. Wow. I don't know how I knew that. It's just like when we introduced ourselves to each other, and then you know he shook my hand. You know, it was something I said, and he just yeah. came up, shook my hand, and it was just something. I, it was the energy he gave yeah, off. I was that, like, Yo. man, that's Ko. That's, that's yeah, that's him, exactly who it was. Him and then the white guy Sandy. Okay, 
that those are their their pastors at the church, and man, those are my guys, man. I lo- I love them, man. But see, that's what I'm saying. Dudes. It's like it, it goes to show the type of support that you get. And they was there right. hearing the music and the content, the way right. I was delivering. And they was just like, right thing, bro. That's that, I mean, that's what's up, man. With the profanity, and right. <laughs> Even my pastor has said this. He was just like, because he because he was like, man, I want to be able to play your music. Anytime, and I said, "Man, I know, right. but I just, I know I don't make music for everybody." But well, he, he know you're not out here um, promoting trash, and that's what he said. He said the reason why he said I rock with it is because you're not glorifying anything negative. Right, right. He was like, "You use profanity, but you're just expressing yourself." Mm-hmm. And he was like, "And that's and that's fine." He was like. Do I wish I could play your music in church settings more? He was like, yeah. He said, <laughs> right, but, right, right. He said, but I appreciate the message and I appreciate the world, the the, the godly worldview that you present in your music. And I said, hey, my man, like I appreciate that. Man, look, sometimes you got the matter of fact, overall, you know, especially when you you still promote your spirituality and stuff like that, you know. With this world, man, you got the Trojan horse, the situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to roll up in there, you know, looking like something else. I mean, you know. And we keeping it a buck, bro. Like, then Paul say become all things. I mean, hey, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I mean, but you, you, you know, you want to, you want to help people that don't have that understanding. But you have you to speak. You got to speak their language. People where, where they, they at? Are. That's right. Like I mean, bro, let's keep, let's keep it a thousand. And people don't like, you know, Jesus was the same way. He met people where they were. And, but and, and to keep it a book, like a person, you know, in your de, in your defense, uh-huh. you still ain't went all the way there where you could go. You could really go there, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like you still you still got a boundary. So to yeah. anybody that try to attack your music and say that you're doing too much, you know what I'm saying, or whatever, they can't, with the state of music now, where music is now, yeah. you ain't even scratched the surface of where yeah. you could be going, like, you know, as far as, like, worldly or whatever. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it's wild out here now, it is. bro. It is. And you, you, you haven't... You still, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Because, I mean, you know, because I, I, first and foremost, before anything, man, I love the Lord. Like, yeah, before everything. All day. And, you know, but then also, I rec- I also realized, too, within that, I represent different people. I represent my wife. Right. I represent, you know, my team. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I represent people like you. You know what I'm Fair saying? Enough. Just the things that. You share with me the things that I've learned from you over the years. It's like how I look going out here being something that I'm not. Right, right, right. Like, I grew up, like, in the beginning stages of my life, like, I grew up around some of that, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying, some of, like, hood politics, I'll say. Right, right. But I don't know that life. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm... I'm a civilian, bro. <laughs> yeah, look, look, listen, listen, listen. And it ain't nothing wrong. Well, with I that. do know that life, but I don't know that life because I was in that life. Mm. I know it because it was around me. Nah, I seen sure. it. You yeah, know, same I know here. it. So. Yeah. But I wasn't, nah, man. Mama protected me, bro. Same like thing. that's why that's why every time you big your mother up at the event, 
you know. You feel that. You resonate I felt with that. that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that she's a fan and whatnot, man. And, and You know, and I had, I had the pleasure of meeting your mom, and I was taken aback, bro. Yeah. I really was, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, dang, she's like a queen, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> yeah. your, you know, your I, mom is yeah. your queen, but I was just thrown back. I don't know what yeah. I was expecting, man. I'm like, yeah. dang, bro, like, yeah. okay, mama. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, you know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah man. man, uh, yo, real quick, while yeah, I have the opportunity, man, yeah. I kind of wish Justin was here, you know, oh, so y'all can kind of build off of each other, yeah. but it's all good. Pelman Jr., bro. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Wow, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you called me one time and you said, bro. you said, hey, look, man, you said, so you was like, when it comes to businesses, right, you know, like there's such thing that he's like, there's this term called supply and demand. Oh my god! And bro. you was like, and go you, ahead. And you said, like, so you meaning to tell me? Because you know you got people that make cars, right? You know what I'm saying? And manufacture cars, right? And then you have mechanics, and then you have uh, people that own gasoline stations, right? That you know you you need gas to drive. You need gas to drive. And you said y'all figured out a way to make gas. <laughs> I think you're paraphrasing a little bit, but I definitely said you something said, like that, bro. Like you guys make the parts. He, you lit no, something you like said that. The gasoline. Okay, and that makes. But <laughs> right. I mean, when you think about it, you say y'all y'all figured out how to make the gasoline for producers. That's man. Crazy, bro. I remember you said that, and I was like, "Wow, I never thought of yeah, it that way." Bro. You hit the other side of the game. So, so to the audience uh, who who don't know or whatever, but yeah. if you know Pat, y'all already know. Pelman Pelman Junior. Yeah. is a um a sound yeah. design company, there we go. right? Yeah, a sound yeah. design company. They put out sound packs. Yeah, you know, there you go. Ro- some of them royalty free. Yes. Um. So you ain't, you know, I, I we'll, we'll never get away from the art of sampling records, right? But they're giving you original compositions mm-hmm. that you could chop up, yeah. You know what I'm saying, and use for for your joints. Yep. And I don't use some of their stuff, yes, man. Sir. Like, yo, oh my god, <laughs> man, they got some. Uh, you guys got some dope stuff. Thank you, man. But it's not just the um, like you've actually had some dope opportunities and met Bro. some incredible people, man. From that company, I, bro, do you want to like, talk about it, bro? I, we can't. Like I, wow. Um, I tell one of them. Not. <laughs> I looked up one day, bro. I'm scrolling on the gram. <laughs> I see my man Pat in the in the studio with Hit Boy, yo. <laughs> Why did I go straight to Hit Boy? Because yo, man, dope producer has been on an incredible run. Let me tell you something about Hit Boy, please, man. bro. First of all, shout out to Hit Boy. I want to say this, man. Like, he is one of the humblest dudes. Bro. Like, and you know how the music industry is. The people that you run into, you never know what people's character is going to be like. You know, but he is one of the humblest dudes that you'll come across in the music industry. And... Like what? Ha- like he used one of our royalty-free samples for a Nas album. No, 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 no. No. For the, first, it was for the Kalani joint. Then it was. That's how we that's linked. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's how we linked. So, for it was Kalani and uh, Dom Kennedy. Wow. And I reached out to him, um, because he used it, 
and I reached out to him and I was just like, I was just like, let me just see like what he going. So I was like, yo man, um, I appreciate you using one of our joints. Right. I'm the co-owner of Pelham Jr. Man, thank you so much. Like, like that, that was really dope for you to like right. just, you know, rock with our stuff. And he hit me back. He said, yo man, that's you? <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's me and my partner. Like me right. and my homie JP. He said, bruh, y'all shit is fire, man. He said, yo, man, let's, let's, let's work. Like, I was like, okay. I said, um, I said, you want me to email you? Like, how do you, he said, here's my number. Well, I know you just, I said, <laughs> oh. and I, and, and hit boy is one of my favorites. That's why I was like, I know so I was a little saying. nervous in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I was just, cause like, and the thing that I love about hit boy was, and I say this now, like it is. I I promise I'm not doing this to flex or name all, drop. Man. Yeah. But when he when he raps, I I shoot him a text like, man, I want to hear more. Yeah. Oh yeah. Rapping hit boy. Mm-hmm. He like, oh, even to this day, he like, man, love, bro, love, bro. Like, so that's how I learned about him is not through his just his producing. I'm like, yo, this nigga can rap. Yeah. Bro. Oh no, nah, he got joints, bro. So and so I. I was like, yo, man, I said, um, I didn't even tell him in that right there in that instance. I wasn't like, I'm a big fan. And I just right. was like, hey, man, like, I said, I said, I appreciate you, man. You super dope, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, here's my number, man. So I shot him a text and we was just kind of, we was kind of talking or whatever mm-hmm. a little bit via text. And I was just, I never really thought in that moment of like, Going out, then he used another one of our joints for Big Sean. I didn't know about that one. It, it was it was like a freestyle <clears throat> joint. Still, I can't remember the name of it right now, but right. it was crazy. And I reached out to him. I said, "Hey, I said, I said, man, you really like our stuff?" He said, "He said, bro, like I told y'all, man, like y'all dope." He was just like, he was like, "What's up, man?" Like, you know, like pretty much like, "What we doing?" Right, right, right. Literally that day. Mm-hmm. I called JP and I said, we have to go to LA. We got to go to Cali. I said, and I said, I'm texting hit boy right now. Like, like he was like, Hey man. Um, I said, all right, bet. Let's, let's figure this out. Money wise, blah, blah, blah. Let me say this. I've never put this out here publicly, but I am going to now. Cause shout and, out to and my thank mom. you for using our platform to do this, but go yeah. ahead. <laughs> thank you. Um, <clears throat> Shout out to my mom because she was so happy for me when I explained to her who Hit Boy was. Right. She gave us money to help us go to LA, bro. She was she didn't even have to. Right. She was just like, I wanna help you. I wanna help fund what y'all doing. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of you. Yep. Here's some bread. And gave us a nice little chunk of bread right. to like be able to, to go to LA. And eat. Yeah. <laughs> And I was just like, wow. She was, I told my man JP, he was like, what? Like, so we booked a, we booked flights that day. Mm-hmm. And I text him and I said, hey man, we're gonna be out here during this time. He said, hey, bro, pull up. Like, wow. He was just like, here's the address. Like, what day you coming? I said, I told him. He said, All right, bet. Like, I like, you know, let's let's get it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we flew out there. And, um, like, we found an Airbnb. The Airbnb that we found 
was not too far away from the studio. Wow, perfect, man. Praise God, man. God, man. <laughs> like, so, um, so we got there and pulled up, and this is how I knew. This is when it hit me, bro. Like, we pulled up, and they don't have a regular, like, gate that you can see through. It's mm-hmm. one of them solid gates, like you see in a movie. Right. Like, and so I hit the buzzer, and I was like, yo, I said, um, yeah, I said, uh, they was like, you know, ladies, like, receptions, like, this Chalice Studios, like, blah, blah, blah. I said, uh, I said, yeah, uh, um, Pelliman Jr. said, we here to see Hit Boy. She was like, she was like, I'm sorry. She was like, I don't have anybody by that name. And I said, oh, I said, uh, Pat Jr. Like, like, I'm here to see Hit Boy. And she was like, oh, she's like, okay, cool. I see you on the list. She was like, come on in. And then the, then she hit the button, the gate. So, oh. so then we walked in. He's I'm, got a whole wing. God, man. I'm walking down the wing, nigga, and I just see all the plaques. Mm-hmm. Backseat free. I didn't even know he had a joint with Common. Yes, bro. I can't remember it, right. but I, he, he's got a joint with Common and got a plaque for it, too. Wow. So I'm walking out the hallway. I'm seeing all the plaques, the backseat freestyle joint from Kendra. Like, mm-hmm. I think he got a joint, be, the be, Beyonce joint. Yep. I think it's a Mary J. Blige mm-hmm. joint. Like, I'm just going through, and I'm just like, I'm like, nigga, like, oh shit, like, you know what I'm saying? We here, yeah, bro. When I tell you, man, this man was happy to see us. He was showing love, right? Just one of the most humblest dudes, bro. Like. Yo, man, what's up, man? Happy y'all here. He was in a session with T Grizzly at the time. T Grizzly was there? Yeah, T Grizzly was there. Like, and I love that about him because I'm the same kind of producer. If I, because I, lately you already know I be hogging all my beats, bro. Mm-hmm. When I make beats, I'm making beats for me unless I happen to make something that, oh, I can hear this person on right, or whatever. Right. I, I'm the same way. You going to work with me, you pay me, I want you to pull up if you can. You know, because I like working with the artists in the studio. Right. Like, I'm not a send me beats type of nigga. Right. We either, you either pull up or we work virtually at least. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But he, T Grizzly was in there. He was like, yeah, man, we working on T Grizzly joint right now. We was kind of just standing there just listening to the music. Right. He was like, hey, man, let me, um, he said, um, let me take you to the, the room y'all going to be working in. I said, oh, we going to have our own. Y'all got your own space. So he was like, come on, man. So we went down the hallway. JP is with me. We got our own studio room. I walk in. I look to the right. And there's this huge blown up photo of him on stage with Jay-Z and Kanye from the Watch the Throne tour. Right. And I'm just like, oh, shit. We in Hit Boy Studio mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah, man, this studio it's like, y'all set up however y'all want to, man. If you need anything, holla at me. We got runners if you want to get food, blah, 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 that people will go to get the, get the food for you or whatever, he said. But, man, like, just let me know. Like, wow. So we was there. We was working on stuff. Another layer to, like, this being, a uh, like, treating. That's something I learned. I heard Odyssey in another interview. Right. When I was first starting, he was saying when it comes to full-time, like, music, he was like, sometimes it'll stretch past the hours, but he treats music, the like, how his day, yeah. like a nine-to-five. Like a nine-to-five, yeah. He wakes up in the morning yep. at a certain time. Mm-hmm. He reads, whatever, starts his day. He clocks out five, latest seven o'clock. Mm. 
Hit Boy was leaving the studio like at 7 p.m. Right. And I was like, oh, okay. And he came by. He said, hey, man. He was like, yo, <clears throat> appreciate y'all coming through. He said, man, I'm, this nigga was like, man, I'm sorry I didn't get to kick it with y'all today, man. Right. He said, but we gonna, we gonna work tomorrow. Yeah. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. He said, y'all be back tomorrow? I said, yeah. He said, all right, we gonna link tomorrow. Right, you got my word. I was like, I was like, bet. He left. Came back next day. We already had something for him, which he ended up using for him and Dom and Kennedy's album. And it had like Nipsey Hussle's voice on it, on the track. But that whole experience, man, he just was, like I said, one of the most humblest dudes that you will ever meet. And and got every reason, if you will, to be cocky because of Ex- who he's worked especially with. Especially right now, bro. But Godly, man. But one of the humblest. So shout out to, to Hit Boy Man for just being incredibly talented, but also a real nigga. Like Okay, so but you you guys was involved with the King's Disease Part One album though, okay, right? Yeah. Let me ask you something. And you probably never thought about it from this angle. Mm-hmm. How does it feel to have the, was it the first, it was the first joint, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. The first joint on a series. A series, I'm bro. I'm going to say, too, that whole run. The run is stupid, bro. That whole run That's, is, that whole run is crazy. Like, that whole I, I loved. I just loved seeing that, that with so him. Crazy. With him and Nas, I just loved because I remember seeing a video where Hit Boy was saying, "Man, um, I, I've been. I've, I've always wanted to work with you." Him saying that to Nas, yeah. and, and they went crazy. And he was just like, "Man, I've always. It's just like I've always wanted to like because you know I worked with Jay, worked with Kanye. He was like, I've always wanted to work." Bro. And Nas was just taking it back, like, really, man? He was like, man. Like, that was so dope to see. Bro, fam. Come on, man. I need you to understand, though, bro. <laughs> you and JP set it off, let me, though, let bro. Me, let me say this, too. Like, even beyond Pelman Jr., right? even beyond that, it's got me so many, just as an artist, right? Like, I've had so many dudes in the, like, sample, like, the sound design, right. sample making, yep. like, community right. that have hit me up. Or I've reached out to them, like, yo, man, your stuff is dope. Right. And I'm like, yo, you Pat Jr. from Pelman Jr.? And then they found out I did music. Yeah. Like, I've had dudes be like, yo, here's my, my samples. Whatever you want to do, cuz, like. Like, cause they found out I made music and I right. produced. They was like, "Yo, right, just right. whatever." I'm like, "Yo, you sure?" Like, "Yo, whatever you wanna." Here's my samples, bro. I respect y'all so much. I respect. I've heard your music. Like, please, bro. Whatever you wanna do, y'all got a mean one. Though, and I'm bro. just, and I'm just like, y'all got a mean brand, bro. And I'm just like, like, what the, do I do with this? I'm no, but I'm. I mean, I know what to do. I mean, yeah, but you know, like, but it's like the, the, the impact. The, the the you know what I'm saying. Like, I can't believe it, bro. Like, right. I didn't realize until that started happening how many people we have inspired, right? Because we all like we've we're cool with the dudes and the, but I've all, like we've always kept to ourselves, not in like a way where we don't rock with y'all. But it was just like we've always been focused on what we're doing, right? And we show we we talk to the other guys and we'll show love and all that. 
But like beyond the bigger names, there's so many other guys that really respect what we do and how we do it. Right. Especially because we don't sound like everybody else. Nah, man. Like that stuff is broad. Like it's it's different. Yeah. It's dope. So too. I've had dudes just I've met producers that way too. Like dudes that respect and they find out I do music. I've gotten fans like that yeah. too. Dudes like, yo, man. Like they'll find out they'll see Pelman Jr. and then they'll end up like looking at my stuff and they like one dude that actually came to the Chicago listening session mm-hmm. for the mixtape. Right. He was a fan of Pelman Jr. and then he found out I made music. It so was that was like, just like whip whipped cream on the, the cake yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, he was just yo, like, bro, bro, like your music so far, I had no idea, it's, bro. And it's like you actually like you're utilizing what you're selling. It's like it's like, you know, they say, um, I don't know, man, they you, you know I don't know, man. Like a lot of times when especially different cultures, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. let's just use a, a Japanese restaurant for example. Mm-hmm. They say Japanese people don't eat the food that they serve or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how true that is. I'm just yeah. saying it's just something that, you know, a joke or whatever. Yeah. But you're actually utilizing the product that you you're you're putting out to people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, look, we ain't just sound designers like, yo, we get busy with the sounds for real. You know what I'm saying? Whole that team. that Whole team of producers That's and crazy. dudes of the art. Like, you got Yans, who's an incredible rapper, musician. He's a part of Pelman Jr. You got Thelonious Martin, mm-hmm. who is a part of Pelman Jr. You got Sway, who's an incredible artist, producer. He's part of Pelman Jr. Like, it's, we got a team, bro. Right. You know, some of them yeah. are artists, but just mostly producers that are just really great at what they do. And it's fire because it's like... I've I've built this team around me of producers where it's like I'm we're adding value to each other. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm they getting their sample packs off, mm-hmm. we putting out a product together, and they turn around and they just like here, here beats, beats, right, 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 production, right, rap on this, rap. <laughs> and that's that's when there's a synergy like that and right. a connection and an adding adding of value both ways like that, mm-hmm. it just. It's a great thing, but then it's just like a lot of people have said, man, that's a cheat code, bro. Yeah, man. It is, it is, but it's, 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 it's co- I mean, but it's dope. Yeah. It's man. dope. It's a it's a it's a dope opportunity. You're um you're utilizing your platform to take it past. Absolutely. Just, you know, just the artistry and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think that's dope about music when you can use this to jump to something else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, dope. Man. Um, question I meant to ask you at the beginning. Yeah. Did you go to, you went to school for music and stuff like no. that? You didn't? No. Why did I think you was a full sale graduate, dude? I did. I went to full sale, okay. but I went for creative writing because I was trying to teach. You went to full sale for creative writing? I know how to, I'm a little rusty, but Still. I know how to storyboard for uh, for script. I know how to character develop, character develop for Scripts from movies, comic books. Like, I always thought you went for engineering. Uh, you know, I, I went for creative writing because I wanted to teach. Right. Like, I really wanted to be a school teacher. And got I was that close to teaching at some private institutions. Right. And graduated with uh, 4.0. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I was really about school then. Like, I was sailing in my undergrad. I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. Mm-hmm. I think it's coming though. 
What you mean? I think it's coming. I think it's still coming. Well, as far as like, what you mean? I teaching think or? I think I think institutions are gonna reach out to you. Oh, I and then when they find when when they finally figure everything out mm. and they see the full see what's happening is you're you're building your resume. Oh, yeah. You're building your resume right now, like not yeah. even on purpose. It's just that you're building your resume. So when you finally do step into a Harvard or a Yale or yeah. you know what I'm saying, you know um, HBCU yeah, or whatever, yeah. you're gonna have a lot with you that's gonna add to your credibility. I don't see myself. I could do some adjunct stuff. I could do like some appearances. Right. What I really want to do at some point is I want to actually like script write for a movie. Wow. That's what I really want to. You know how Ice Cube and Common yeah. and all the dudes like mainly Ice Cube. I really want my rap clout to be able to take me into that lane where Yo. I can write for Cube took it out there too, bro. Like for real. Took it out there, bro. Bruh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's oh, yeah. eventually, that's on my bucket list to write, be a part, either, either script write fully or be a part of like a small group of writers that mm-hmm. write for a movie that lands on the big screen. That would be fire. I would love to do that. But wow, but shorter term, I want to get back into uh eventually like storyboarding for or writing for music videos. I'm a I'm a super low key. I'm really a creative director, man. Right. Like I I can I can see myself doing that at some point, but you know, I really love what Pharrell is doing on that. with the uh, fashion? Just with fashion or just being um Pharrell, Tyler the Creator, mm-hmm. how some of these guys are creative directors for bigger companies. And you know the crazy part is your content, your content can easily align with them. Mm. And it's crazy, dude. Yeah. I'm just like, yo. Yeah. Looking at your stuff is no different from looking at a for real I stuff. I appreciate or that, man. It's just no different. I'm like, yo. It's that, just the, the quality, you know The quality, saying? bro. Like, the, I mean, I'm talking about the, the visual quality. Right. If I have more of a budget, man. Mm-hmm. So you're doing this without a budget. That's not, crazy, not bro. A smaller budget, I say. Right, right, right. I'm just saying, yeah. like, you know. Yeah. Yo, everything looks great, bro. Thank you, Like, man. for real. Like, Thank seriously. You. And Thank I'm just you. like, yo, this leader of the new school, I'm dog. just using what I got, man. Yeah, but leader of the new school, though, bro. <laughs> like, all day long. All day I long. I appreciate man. it, man. For real. Um, Trying to figure out, man, is there something else I need to get right with you, man? Yeah, we, bro, we have... This is this is definitely one of the best interviews I've had, bro. Yeah, man. Out of all the interviews, like I've I said, done. man, I learned a lot from uh, I learned a lot from your interview with uh, A Dub. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I, I learned a lot from that interview, mm-hmm. um, especially down to the point of, and I guess I should have covered this earlier, mm-hmm. but you was talking about uh, you know, Tam, you know how White, she how yeah, she supports yeah, you yeah, and whatnot, yeah. and uh, I think what really got me, man, was uh, when you said you thought about. Leaving music, yeah, and she cried. Yeah, man, yo, bro, that that got me, dude. Like for real, man. You know, it's 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 dope man. when you have it's dope when you have. Uh, first of all, I think it's dope how you you lift you, you constantly lift your wife up. Yeah, with what you're doing, yeah. every opportunity you get. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, but what's even crazy is the fact that she supports what you do. Do mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like my wife, she support what I do, mm-hmm. but it's it's. The difference with yours is, it's like, she's like, okay, I'm jumping in with him. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. for real. You know, my wife's just like, hey, go get it, baby. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you know, yeah, send a check home or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And that's cool. <laughs> that, that's cool. You know, I'm a, Toy, I'm all right with that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. But it's like, yo, man, like, your wife, like, yo, I'm a same background. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I think that's just because she's a she's a creative as well. She Right. You that, know what I'm saying? I think it's dope, though, man. Yeah. I think it's real dope. And the fact that, you know, you thinking about, like, not pursuing it no more, like, Hurt her because it's like she knows that that's what makes you tick. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I just, I don't know, man. I think it's dope because in, in the hip-hop world, you really don't see a lot of rappers, like, you know. Honoring and celebrating their wives. Until they got to the top. You know what I'm saying? And it's. And it's some, of, some of them you don't even know they married. Right, right, you don't even know they married. You know what I'm saying? And um, unless. And, know, I, they, and don't get me wrong. I understand, I guess. Yeah, I, I get it. I guess. Right. And that's right. not a negative thing. It's just like, but for me, it's like, I just love seeing more black men celebrating their wives publicly. That's what I was, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Especially yeah. within hip-hop culture. Mm-hmm. Like, we need more of that. Yeah. Especially the stigma that comes with some of hip-hop where, it's disrespectful, you know, disrespecting women right. or, you know, you know, being derogatory mm-hmm. or, you know, sexualizing women, all right. that stuff like that. You right. know what I'm saying? Like the counter of that is I just want to see the other side of that more of men celebrating their wives. Exactly. In hip hop. Like, I, like, nigga, I love seeing Offset and Cardi. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I love yeah. it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They ride for each other. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love seeing. I love them seeing. I love seeing them in the videos. You know what I'm saying? She all she twerking on him. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, nigga, yeah. I love that, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Like for real. I love yes. that. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yes. I, I love seeing uh, even Toby and his wife. Yeah, Toby Weegway and his. Is wife. his wife the um the the um she be in his video? Yeah, with the with the, the, the braids. No, not with, with the not, with the braids. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Man, that's dope, man. Yeah, I really love dope. I love seeing that within hip hop culture, and I like even even one of my even Mick Jenkins, like he he and his music talks about his wife. He he'll have some pictures on the grant. Right. I love seeing married couples with like black men celebrating their wives and showcasing their wives and right. putting them on the floor. Like, this is my, this is my good thing. You that's know what, that's I'm what I'm saying. It's like, culture. it's like, I notice that that's what you do. You know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. like, I'm like, dang, man, I got to get better at that, man. But it's like, I'm from an era where I'm just so protective, you know what I'm saying? Over my family, you know what I'm saying? That. But at the same time, when you do stuff like that, man, like your lady just, your lady just, she loves it. it, yeah. it you know, it, it, it's one thing to build your lady up. Yeah. But when you do it publicly, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It just it just makes all the difference in the world. And I think it's dope that you're, you're doing that on your platform. I want to say this too real quick. Go ahead, bro. I just want to say this to the camera too, bro. That's cool. I am a huge fan of public praise. I don't mind private praise. Right. Like from, from my music. Oh, so you're about to take this somewhere I else, don't, bro. I don't mind it. <laughs> I like both. Right. But stay out my fucking DMs if you're not going to celebrate me publicly. <sighs> stay out of my fucking DMs if you're not going to celebrate me publicly. Mm. I'm going to just say that, bro. Mm. I, I can't stand that. Mm-hmm. I can't stand the in private, oh, man, you dope. You this, you this, yeah. that, and the third, and yeah. you can't say it publicly. Yeah. 
That's an ego thing. Like, I, you know what? And I meant to, uh, which reminds me, I got to change the water out of my flowers. Okay. My wife yesterday, she bought me some flowers, man, to celebrate me for my project. And she said, I verbally give you your flowers, right. but I wanted to physically give you your flowers. Right. She was like, because, and I've heard the same before, because, you know, black men, they never get flowers until it's down time for their funeral. Amen, bro. And I just believe, especially black men, mm-hmm. celebrating each other yeah. publicly. Right. Giving each other their flowers. Mm-hmm. And showing each other love and encouraging one another publicly. Right. There's nothing wrong with privately. Right. But do both, man. Yeah. Because we need that affirmation to each other. Like, because some people look at it as, like, dick riding or whatever. Or they're just like, oh, man. And they be like, oh, man, I don't don't know if it would be weird. I don't want to be that guy. Like, nah, man. Like, let's show each other love. I had a dude, after the listening. Right. I was at the gas station. And... I was on a phone with my wife, and then I was sending somebody a voice note, and the dude was kind of like, he was getting his gas, but he kind of like looked at me a little bit, and I was just like, all right, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Then he walked around, and he said, man, did you have a show recently or something like that? And I was like, I don't He's like, you an artist, right? I was like, yeah. He was like, Pat Jr. I was like, yeah. He was like, man, I just wanted to tell you, bro, like, I'm a fan of your music. Yeah. And I really love what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, man. And I was just like, I ain't want to hold up your time. I'm like, no, nah, bro, what's your name, man? Right. Like, what's up? Right. Like, yep. You know, and I had a nice little conversation with him, but I said, I appreciate that so much. And I told him, I was like, as a black man, like, as black men, we need to celebrate each other more publicly and give each other flowers more. Yeah. Like, because I think, the stigma or the thing that we've learned is we we accomplish something and we, okay, cool, that was cool, on to the next thing. Right. Okay, that was cool, on to the next thing. Nah, man, celebrate the moments, bro. Mm-hmm. Celebrate yourself. Stop and smell the flowers, bro. Right. And give each other flowers. So, once again, I'm going to say this to the camera one more time. <laughs> And that's just, even the, even the music, on the music tip, even, even if it is ego, Stay out my fucking DMs. Like, if that's all you're going to do is just say it in my DMs, stay out my fucking DMs. Show me love publicly if you really mean it. Now, look, you know that if somebody show you love on your stories, it's going to go to your DMs by default. Oh, no, that's fine. Okay. I'm talking about about them people. I know. I understand what you're saying. I definitely understand what you're saying, bro. Just send you that message. Mm -hmm. Hey, man, your joint was dope. Okay, yo, tell the people that. Yeah, that's how I saw. I was responding to people like, "Okay, let the people know. Let the people know." Like, nah, man. I think what's even crazier though, man, is corny, bro. It is, it is. But what's even crazier <laughs> is when you see people out in the public. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You didn't see that like. You didn't see that subscribe. Mm-hmm. But they told you how dope your joint was. You didn't see that comment. You didn't. See oh it. no! I'm wait. like, yo, you seen that? You, that's what you're thinking. You're like, oh, you you seen that? You know yeah. what I'm saying? But you didn't. You know. Dang. Like for me, it's no. like, like that's cool. I yeah. I take either or because I know because even then it's like I understand some people get social media show social media anxiety. anxiety. Yeah, I know that's some a real thing. I remember this real this thing. one yeah. girl who's a fan of my stuff. She's just like sometimes I don't know what to comment or what to say, right. so I'll just like it. Right, but then she, but she will say 
she'll find the words on social media to say, oh, my God, this song is so beautiful. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, And it right. might just be that. That's or cool. Or yeah. I've seen people in public outside of social media say, man, this 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 was crazy. This was great. Thank you so much. And then, like, because I even had to tell my wife that with somebody that we know. I was like, oh, yeah, that person, they not a social media person. Mm-hmm. When they see you in per- when they see you in person, they right. be like, "Oh, I love, I miss you," and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. So some people get social media anxiety. No, I'm not talking about strangers though. I'm talking about you, you know want to go saying? down that road? No. <laughs> no, I don't, bro. I'm just saying, like, yo, you you my homie, like, damn, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, but nah, nah, nah man, man, but nope, nope, nope. You, you gonna hit it? Listen, bro. I touched on it on boundaries on the third verse. Right. When I said some friends get quiet and silence is harder to mm. tell. But if I do ask, please don't let your honesty fail. Right. Right. Like right. I understand some people deal with feeling less than because like the reason why you can't be happy for somebody else. Cause you're going through it yourself. Is or you just feel like your own accomplishments aren't enough, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So I understand that. But at the same time, it's like, man, real friends celebrate each other. Right. Now, don't get me wrong. If the Joan is trash and it's trash, yeah, yeah, you right, got to right, be a right. friend and tell them that it's not good. That's hard, boy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand that. But you got to be honest with mm-hmm. them if they do ask and say, hey, man, like, how do you feel about this? Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Be be honest with them, especially if you, um, especially if you're running it by them before it get out to the exactly. masses. Stop! Your, don't don't let them don't let be them honest, jump off that man. bridge. But at the yeah. same, but also on the flip side, it's like I know my shit is dope. Yeah, I know I've worked hard. I know it's great. Mm-hmm. But people start. I'm dealing with that right now. Yeah. I'm gonna just be honest. I'm dealing you. with it right. I, I, I know artists who've dealt with that. Where it's like people who like you're friends with. And they they love and respect your work, and then you do something that's so next level, mm-hmm. and then they get quiet, yeah. and they don't say, and that's tough to deal mm-hmm. with. And what you have to realize is that's not a fault on your end. That's not my problem. I haven't done anything wrong. That's something right. that they got to deal with. Right. That's something internally that you're dealing with. So, and it's not a person. You can't, and it's hard not to, but you can't take it personal. Because it's like, this is something in you that you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a personal attack on me. Like, you're dealing with this. You know what I'm saying? This is something that behavior that you're, and it's, and I'm probably not the only person you doing it to. But at the same time, it's like, come on, bro. But luckily for you, and, and, and this is out the other artists, you got to be mentally grounded enough to understand. And, and, you know what I'm saying? And one thing that in therapy that I've had to learn too, bro, is my therapist challenged me to communicate to my friends mm. how I want to be loved by right. them. right. That was a challenge for me. I had to start communicating to my people, this is how I need you to to love me. This is how I need you to show up for me. Right. Because I haven't done a good job at communicating Mm -hmm. that. This is how I need you to show up for me. 
you know. And some people, they understood right away. Some people took us some time to get it. Mm -hmm. And then also what I realized, too, the people that don't get it and what I'm asking for ain't crazy, maybe we ain't meant to be friends. And you know what? That's okay. Like, do your thing. You got some stuff to deal with, but. (laughs) Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I just, for me, it's just like. I've always been a person because that's how my mom raised me too. It's like she celebrated me. My family, right. we celebrate each other. Right. That's how it should that's be. That's how bro. it should be. Rejoice yes. with those who rejoice. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Weep with those who weep. You know, like there's a time and place for everything. Right now, it's up season for me. Right. Be happy for me, nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because I, I would be happy for you. Because I would be happy for straight you. Straight up and down. Straight up and down. But what I ain't going to do is, if it ain't reciprocated, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be your personal cheerleader and not get no love and respect. Right. Like, I'm a little guy. Right. Now, I don't do that. Right, right. No, I don't do that. Right. I don't do but that. that. But you know what, Pat? Um, That's, that's man. And and I'm not saying this cut that, like, you have to accept it. Mm-hmm. But, man, you know that's the game, dog. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know and that's you the know game, what? and it sucks. And I don't, and it does. Yeah. I don't take it personally. I'm just like, okay. Yeah. I see where it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm here. Yeah. And I just, I see what, and I keep it moving. And I put more time and energy into the people who are actually right. showing up for me and actually showing me love and actually celebrating me because, you better believe when it's up for my friends, mm-hmm. I'm going to be up for them. I'm going to be like, yeah, let's go. I'm going to yeah, be man, excited. I, I thought at one point I was being that guy to you, man, because it seemed like every time you had an event, I had something going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, we could never get it right. And it's like we finally, you know, when you had the um, we had a, um, the release party, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm going to make this yeah, work right here because yeah, yeah. for one, you know, I really want them on the show. Because, you know, I wanted you on the show early, but I see the type of content you put up, and I'm like, yo, we got to come correct. But I bro. hit you up because I was. You hit me, but it's like, you hit me because I'm like, okay, I ain't ready to hit him yet. Like, this got to be right. Yeah. I'm looking at your content, bro, and I'm like, yo, it got to align. But you are, but but think what I love, like, every time you see me, you always, you always show love. You always, you've always told me how proud of me you are and that's done a lot for me always no matter where we are Mm -hmm. if it's in front of people or whatever you always show love and you always say man i'm proud of you you making me proud you i know you making your people proud but man keep going like all day and and i always appreciate that coming from somebody like you of your stature i appreciate that bro you know what i'm saying and so like in my mind, I'm like, because I, I, what happened was Brian, he had sent me a recent clip of of the interview. It was I can't remember who it was, but I'm like, yo, this is dope. Like, right. I saw the setup. I'm going to tell you something, man. Be kid, man. Brian was sending you some stuff, man. Like, Bro, for real. Like, I said, yo, this is this is dope. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, um, we... This is like either we're about to put out the project like a couple weeks before. Mm -hmm. And so when I was in Chicago, I hit you up. And that's when I text you and I said, hey, man, I just want to let you know. You was in Chicago when you hit me? I hit you in Chicago. fire, bro. We was on the move. That means a lot, though, because it just means a lot. Go ahead, bro. My wife was like, come on, baby, we got to go. I'm like, give me a second. Like, I'm texting you and I'm just like, like, hey, man. I would love to be on the pod. Cause you had mentioned it to me when we was at Dream the right. Dreamville event. Right. Right. 
Right. And so you was like, hey, man, I would love for you to be on the podcast. You know, um, I'm getting some stuff. to Just give me some time to get it together. Yeah. But, yeah. like, and so I just thought to hit you since I'm coming out with the project. I'm like, yo, that's when I text you. I was like, I think it's the perfect time. And, and I, I hit my man's. I was like, yo, Fins, he, he wanna, he wanna, he's on his press <laughs> run right now. I'm like, he's on his press run right now. And yeah. He want to come to the show. And I'm like, yo, like, that's fire. And you came right on time because I'm like, okay, we 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 found out. Can I be honest about your response? Man, please, bro. You said, man, you was like, I got tears in my eyes right I'm now. I'm telling you because, dude, we've been trying. It's like this. I wanted to get you on the show forever. Yeah. Because my main thing is, okay, this is this is not just a show. Right. To this is not just a podcast for NC artists. Like I'm, tr- you know, I'm breaking yes. way out of that. But it's like we got so many strong cornerstones right here. Right. Let's start here. And I need and, and I need artists to come up here that are not just artists. Yeah. That have some game to offer. That yeah, has jewels to offer. Good. That do other stuff other than just yeah. directly, you know, direct music and whatnot. Yeah. I've been wanting to have you in here, bro. Yeah. But That's I knew man. that with the type of content yeah. that you put out. <laughs> I said, this generation ain't going to go for analog, but they ain't going to go for the analog feel. Like, even though I think it kind of adds to, you know what I'm saying, the ambiance and whatnot. I said, man, with cats like Pat and, you know, Tab, I said, you got to be, you got that lighting got to be right. Like, everything got to be in order. And we still working. We still trying to, you know what I'm saying, grow and whatnot. That was the only reason of the delay. And that's cool. I I knew with the older artists, it's like, yo, they're going to appreciate this. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, they're going to want it grittier. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what I had an authentic, like, MTV Raps feel, that back in the day, Ralph McDaniel feel and whatnot, you know. But But us, it's like, for me, I told you, I was like, I want to share this. I want to. Yo, and I appreciate it. I want to, I want to, because, I mean, yeah. Not just because I knew it was going to be dope. Right. But also because it's like, man, this is my brand. This is my space to be able to talk about my life and, like, hopefully add value to other people with my story. So right. it's like, I'm, I want to, this is a part of the story of the new project. Yeah. So why wouldn't I want to share it? Nah, like, man, I, I don't and, understand um, how, I don't understand how artists don't, want to share that kind of content. It happens, bro. It definitely I don't, happens. Like why this is this is being so much so I think and I say this cuz I know we probably about to wrap up but right. I I say this um I think Will Smith really was the one cuz the barrier was already coming down but Will Smith was the one who took his sledgehammer and really completely chopped down that barrier when he got on Instagram. When he got on Instagram and started mm-hmm. showing his life right. and who he was yeah. and showing like everything that he does on a day-to-day basis, mm-hmm. that really brought finally brought down the barrier of mystique, I guess if you will, right. of that like between the artist and the consumer. And so I think it was already happening, but he took that final swing and just knocked everything down when he got when he hopped on Instagram. Right. And when I saw, I was like, "Oh man, it's a wrap!" Like, and so now, like as an artist, it's important, and this this is a win in my book because I've always been about community. Right. But it's pushed me even more so to put myself out there, show myself more, and build community. And that's how you build community is. You do the interviews, you do the podcast. It's not to look cool. Right. It's to really communicate mm-hmm. to your audience and showcase who you are. So I'm going to ask like the artist, why wouldn't you want to put 
this kind of content out to promote your brand and the music and who you are because at the end of the day, I know I'm doing this. You want to be you want to be full time. I'm doing this because I am full time, and I know first and foremost is impact for me. Right. The dollars come later. Mm-hmm. The impact is the most important. And so for me, how can I how can I impact if I'm not sharing this kind of these conversations that I enjoy having right. with my audience? Yo. Thank you, man. And see, and see another, you know. Put some respect on my bro's name, that, man. Yo, that's what I do. Stop playing with K. <laughs> Stop playing with my bro, man. Stop playing with my bro, K. Hill. Stop it. Hey, man, much love, bro. If you come on this podcast, you need to share the word. Stop. This, this, listen, this is a resource of gems and information just that's not even t- talking about his legacy and what he's built and who he is. Stop playing with my bro. If you get invited to come here, this is an honor to be on this platform. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Nah, man. But you know, Pat, it's like when I invite artists to come through, it's artists that I genuinely rock with. Yeah. Who's doing who, who's 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 doing something that could benefit other people and whatnot. That's, that's, and that's and most of all, you know, nine times out of ten, they they my homies and whatnot. Yeah, that's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. look, man, like I said uh at the beginning, thank you for adding us to your run. Man, come on, bro. Thank you for inviting us into your home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that means a lot, that says a lot and everything, man. But Really, thank you for coming on the platform, man, and adding value to our platform. That's love. Because I'm looking at this like each episode, it's like it's it's something to add to our collection. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. That I want artists to be able to go to and reference for years to come and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, Pat, man. Just tell the audience where they can find you. Okay. Uh, if you uh, tell them what you got coming up next, okay. too. You okay. know. So just uh, right now, I'm. Strictly focused on Grill Talk Mixtape Volume 1. Uh, I, I I definitely have some merch coming. We're working on that. It's pretty much done. Part of that merch is the gold tape, so they will be available publicly at some point. I got my gold tape already. <laughs> and I love that because some people are like, yeah. I got mine. Do you have yours? <laughs> oh. yeah, I, got, I, I meant to bring it so I can, you know what I'm yeah, saying, yeah, put it yeah, up yeah, and whatnot. But. Yeah. Um, so the gold tapes, people who... For every for people who've been asking, for everybody's been asking, they will be available probably in November, along right. with some other merch as well. Um, but this month, I'm just focusing on promoting the project, sharing these these conversations because I really want people to hear like beyond the raps and the production and the presentation, I really want them to hear the heart of the project. That's that's what I try to you know what I'm saying, and I appreciate that. Question: The gold, the gold tape. Uh huh. Are these gold tapes that's coming in gonna look different than the gold tapes that uh, I picked up? They the same one, same joint. But I don't have a lot of them left. Okay, okay. What I what I plan on doing is, I have this short run. Yep. Once they run out, mm-hmm. they'll. Be, I'm gonna and I'll just share this. It's gonna be a black tape. Yep. But those are gonna be the common ones. Okay. They'll still be dope. Right. But it's it'll be that those will be available. Like the gold tapes, I really want to make them special. Mm-hmm. You know, so we'll probably possibly maybe do another run of the gold taste. But once the gold taste run out, that's, that's it. That's it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, uh, I I got some visuals, you know what I'm saying, for the project, for mm-hmm. some from the, some of the songs on the project. I have two 
coming coming out at some point later on. Um, I got some in person pop ups that I want to do. Like I want to do like, and I won't share too much. Yeah, no, nah, I got some in person pop ups that like that go along with the rollout of the project for sure. Word. That I, that I want to do. And then in, in January, I'm gonna start a Discord for the Goldfang Society. Oh man, I really want I really want to build an online community because there's been a lot of people supporting me, but it's gonna be some cool stuff that I want to do mm-hmm. with the Discord. Right. But beyond that, I want people to be able to meet my team virtually, mm-hmm. see what they do, see you know some of the stuff they do day to day in their everyday lives. Right. And just man, I just want to. I want the Goldfang Society Discord to be an online community where we can add value to other people. Because right. that's what my team is about. Mm-hmm. Our whole team is we want to add value to other people. So, Well, definitely uh, send me an invite, bro. I got you. Know you. As soon I got as that you. thing come out. Even, yeah. though, even though, you know what I'm saying, older cat like me still trying to wrap my my head around Discord <laughs> and whatnot. You know, but it was necessary. It's necessary, though. It's um, so many different layers. Yeah. But as far as social media, I am Pat Jr. Yep. Spell Jr. out. Uh, I-A-M-P-A-T-J-U-N-I-O-R. Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. My website is IamPatJr.com. Everywhere. So, go uh, Grill Talk, Mixtape Volume 1 out now. Everywhere. Word up, word up. <laughs> Hey, to everybody watching, thank you for, if you made it this far, and I hope you did, <laughs> thank you for checking out Hip Hop Beats and Things, you know what I'm saying? Thank for the Half Pack Jr. on. Yes, sir. Remember, uh, subscribe. We're also on all streaming platforms where you listen to your favorite podcast, Hip Hop Beats and Things, and uh, support Pat Jr. Yeah. Support Hip Hop Beats and Things. To the next episode, we'll see you. Peace. Peace. Yeah. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.